ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. All right, let's get this show started tonight. God bless every one of you. Uh, you're listening to a live program tonight. I wasn't sure if I was going to do a show tonight or not. I thought maybe um, I would just post, uh, you know, a rerun or something. And then I thought, you know what? We still got work to do. Amen. Uh, as many of you know, I posted on my Facebook page today that uh, my grandmother, Weedis Weber, a true prophetess for the Lord, passed away today. Somewhere around, when I looked at the clock, I got the news, it was 4.44 p.m. Eastern Time. You know, we had been uh, calling the past several weeks, praying with her in the hospital. She had a major victory, got out of intensive care, put into a regular room. Then we prayed, and the Lord released her, and uh, she went home for a few days. And, you know, we had just prayed with her again on, uh, I believe it was Friday. Had myself, Brother Costello, two brothers, Brother Daniel Cadone, and Brother Bill Harbison, and we called and prayed with my grandmother. And... um I knew she was out of it. I knew that she was having some issues, but um, she she did respond, and she allowed us to pray, and um, you know, we did some spiritual warfare on her. You know, up to the very um, end, we were continuing to stand in the gap for her. And, you know, I, I got to the point where I said, God, you know, it's in your hands. If you want to take her home, then I know it's a promotion for her. You know, she's... She has uh, served um, you, Lord, for almost 60 years. And that's a true statement, folks. She uh, got called into the ministry back around the age of 19, preached her first revival. And then uh, not long after that, her and my grandfather were uh, were given a church. My grandfather pastored. My grandmother uh, worked for the Lord almost 60 years. My goodness, that's more years than I've been alive. And i still got another 20 years to go <laughs> to hit that. That's a... Uh, that's a half of a century, folks. You know, I'm I'm just very honored to um, to be able to say my uh, my grandmother Weedis Weber is with the Lord tonight. Uh, she passed away today about 4:44 p.m. Eastern time and uh, gave up the ghost. But you know what the word says: to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You know, she got promoted. And, uh, you know, it's going to catch up with me, and I'm going to realize she's she's not here, and I won't be able to talk to her for a while yet until, you know, we meet in glory again. But um, she's in a better place, folks. Anyone that has passed on and knew the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, they're in the kingdom of heaven. And, you know, at least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than anyone that is walking the globe. They've already made it in, folks. They have mansions in heaven. Um, there's no more suffering. She'll get a glorified body. She won't have to be suited up in a, a body that uh, was struggling to take a breath every day. Uh, she was having a very hard time in recent weeks just even breathing. And uh, when she was released from home, we thought uh, she was out of the woods. And then um, the oxygen level dropped down. It was about 43%, I think it was, you know. Not very good. And so she was really just battling to stay alive. They admitted her back into the hospital just a few days ago, and I was preparing to um, to fly down and and be with her, and boom, she was gone today. 
I was making plans to get a ticket. She was, she was gone. Exited the planet. Uh, about four years ago, I had to bury my father. It was a sad time. And uh, so I know many of you can empathize. Many of you have lost your loved ones, and it's a hard thing. But if you know that um, they knew Jesus Christ is their Savior, well, folks are on the other side. They're rejoicing. My grandmother lost um, a son at the age of 12. The Lord took him home. And that's a long story, but uh, basically he, my Uncle Dwight, age 12, was called home, and God said, I need to use him in, in an angelic choir that I'm building. You know, that was one of the toughest things that my grandmother ever had to deal with, was losing her son at the age of 12. Of course, she had four other kids, but, um, you know, just to, to lose a child, I'll tell you. You know, that's, I mean, that's, that's worse than death. Uh, to go on living and, you know, you've lost someone that you love like that. And, you know, she's she dealt with that for over 60 years. And, um, or, you know, or many years. This, he died in the, he died, I guess, 1971. But uh, my point I'm making here, she's reunited with her son right now. She got to step on over, got to meet Jesus. Got to see her mother who passed on a few years ago. My father was up there. Um, many of the lost loved ones have, you know, I mean, many of the ones that we've lost over the years, um, they're in heaven right now, along with many of your family. And, you know, that's the that's a sobering thing that, uh, hey, while we may not be able to see him again at present, um, one day when we go home or we lose our heads for Jesus Christ or he meets us in the sky when he returns or, you know, whatever the case may be, that our spirit leaves the body, hey, we're going to be reunited with our lost loved ones. And uh, we'll be there with them again. So it's not over. You know, I looked at uh, my grandmother. She got her promotion. And, um, you know, I thought of a verse that Paul spoke about as he was sitting in uh, house prison. He was on house arrest uh, in Rome. You know you know the story? The Lord had um, sent him all around the, uh, the known world at that time, preaching the gospel, laying hands on the sick, casting out demons, and you know, God said, I'm going to uh, put you through the roughage. You know, he was shipwrecked. He spent a, a day out in sea, probably hanging on to driftwood. He was, you know, several times, um, 39, 40 lashes, near death. He was stoned. He was beaten. He was criticized. He was mocked. This guy endured a lot, suffered a lot for Christ. And then God said, you know, hey, I'm not done with you. Got another mission for you. And his mission was to go and go right before uh, Caesar. I believe it was Caesar. And share his testimony. And what did he do? He went um, before the uh, Roman emperor, uh, got to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Even some of uh, the emperor's own household were saved, it talks about. And during that time, you know, they had him on house arrest in Rome. People could come and visit him, and the house was under his own hire, meaning he rented it out of his own monies. And he was under, a, you know, a guard, but, um, you know, they allowed him to continue writing and working for the Lord, and people would come and visit him, to him, and he preached to whomever came. And, uh, you know, he's writing these letters, and he writes a letter to Timothy. And basically um, says, hey, here we go, Second Timothy 4, 7. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. 
I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. You know, Paul ran the race. You know, he finished the course. He fought the good fight, as he mentioned. He did not give up. He kept working and enduring until his end, till the day that uh, basically he said all he could say before the, the emperor, and the emperor, you know, basically said, it's time to take your head. <laughs> and he lost his head. History writes. Um, God have mercy. You know, Peter, according to uh, history, uh, he was hung upside down. He didn't even want to be hung right set up. He said, I'm not worthy to hang right set up like Jesus Christ. Look at John the Baptist and lost his head. Some of the prophets saw it in half. Um, some thrown from towers. Some exiled to islands like Patmos. You know, John the Revelator. Some boiled in oil. You know, they endured until their very end, and they did not deny Jesus Christ. And folks, if we will do what the Lord has called us to do, and we won't give up and say, hey, you know, this isn't for me. I'm just going to go do what I want to do, live my own life. And you know what? There's a reward waiting for us. If we won't give up. You know, it says in due season, if you will not give up, you'll reap the harvest. Paraphrased. And so, you know, I was thinking, um, man, I thought I had more time with my grandmother. But I said, you know, God, uh, your will be done. And, uh, you know, as much as I'm going to miss her, probably some time before I get to see her. Um, because we're not done down here, folks. We've got some things yet to go through. You know, I'm, I, uh, I can take solace in the fact that she's in heaven right now. And uh, she fought the good fight. You know, she gave everything for Jesus Christ. Was instant, in season, out of season. You could call my grandmother, Weedus Weber, and she would pray with you night or day. You know, I'm here today because of my grandmother interceding for me interceding for others. And so I praise God to be able to honor her tonight and, you know, just share a little bit uh, about what has uh, been happening over the last month, you know, as we've been battling with uh, my grandmother, real matriarch of the family, um, you know, suffering like she's been. But God knows all about it. And, you know, today she's got a reward. Absent from the body is to be present before the Lord, if you know Jesus. If you don't know the Lord Jesus, then to be absent from the body is to be in hell. Heaven forbid. You know, life is so short. You know, I, I told my grandmother for years, I said, we're going to get a radio program going. I'm going to bring you on. And we, we ultimately were able to fulfill that dream. And uh, I got her on, and we did two shows. But I said, man, I missed out. I wished I could have uh, gotten her on and done more programs. Kind of got a late start with it. But, uh, you know, I think uh, how precious time is. It's like uh, Solomon said, the wisest man in the world. Life is like a vapor. And, you know, all is vanity. He had everything. He had all the wisdom in the world. The smartest guy ever lived or will live. Money. He had um, everything that life could offer. And he still equated at the end of the day to vanity. Because, you know, life is short and then you're gone. Gone are the days of you live to be 969 years old like Methuselah. You know, and after the flood, it says, God said, I will not always strive with man. 
And, um, you know, the timetable was shortened to where, you know, you've got maybe a max of 120 years. I had a grandmother, who, a great-granny, who uh, lived to be 104. She was approaching that. But, I mean, you know, what kind of quality of life you got that, at that age? The point, the point I'm trying to make is, you know, we're dying from the day we're born. And we've got a, we're working against a time clock. Like sand in an hourglass. You know, that thing is turned over and the sand starts pouring out and our life starts fading away. You know, from the beginning. And so um, we've got a finite amount of time, each of us. Some of us will not even make it to live to be 78. You know, I'm 41 now. I don't think we've got that much time, personally. I think we've got less than 10 years. Now, that's just my personal opinion. I think everything's coming down the wire, and we're fixing to kick off the tribulation. Now, if I'm wrong, well, praise God. It gives me more time to work. But, uh, you know, I got to thinking, how precious a life is, and then it's over. As one brother said, one day your alarm clock's going to go off and you're not going to wake up. You're dead. You know, it goes off, but you don't get up out of your bed. Your spirit left the body. And uh, we've got to do what we're going to do because time is running out. If if I got um, any message from my grandmother to convey to the world, it would be we must sell out to the Lord Jesus Christ because time is short. In fact, I went back and uh, I had recorded some conversations where I had uh, called and prayed, and today I was going through some old transcripts. I found you know, three calls uh, where I talked to my grandmother, and I was able to record it and got her voice on audio. You know, those are priceless. Um, many of you know what I'm talking about. Many of you have lost a loved one, and there's no recording of their voice. Maybe you were fortunate enough to get them on a videotape or something, but uh, you know, some of us don't. Some of you out there don't have anything, not even a photograph. That's sad, but... You know, I have, a, I have a few things that um, I was able to record with her, and, and including two full radio shows, which I'm editing as we speak. I'm going to play later in the week. Uh, people really enjoyed those. And, you know, I was thinking, wow, it's over with. Time's, time's gone for her. You know, she's got her reward. She's in heaven. And, you know, she's rejoicing right now. But uh, you and I down here alive, even listen to the show tonight, you know, folks, we've, we've got a finite amount of time before we're going to been leaving our bodies. And what are you going to do with your time? You know, um, so yeah, I was looking at, listening to some of these recordings and my grandmother said, you know, God gave me a new vision this time. And he, she shared some stuff with me that uh, I may play. And she says, uh, time is short. And that's so true. That is so true. What we're going to do, we must do quickly. I don't know uh, if I can emphasize that enough, because Satan is trying to run down our clocks. And if he can get you to, you know, basically sit on the sidelines, put off another day, what you could be doing today, you know, you put off just one too many days and boom, it's over with. Whatever you're going to do, it's, it's completed now. The books are closed on your life. And so, you know, time is of the essence. We must sell out to the Lord Jesus Christ 100%. We can't sell out halfway because that's lukewarm and he'll spew us out of his mouth. We've got to be 100% for Jesus or don't even try, folks. You know, you don't get into heaven with sin. We've got to uh, be willing to forsake all. You know, straight is the gate and narrows the way and few be that enter therein. Straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, and few be that enter therein. 
We've got to strive for that, folks. We've got to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. We've got to say, Lord, I repent for wasting my life up until this point. But you know what? If you give me more time, I'm going to use it for you. What would you have me to do? And then we need to get about doing it once he's revealed it. And you know, of course, the general command, I, I say many times, preach the gospel, share the good news that people can be saved, come what may, spirit leaves the body, and be present with the Lord. doesn't matter if there's a civil riot or a, a nuclear war or biological chemical attack or tsunamis or mammoth tidal waves or, you know, volcanic eruptions or riots, you know, whatever the case may be. It could take your life out. It doesn't matter. You work up until that time when the Spirit leaves about you, you've got your reward. I praise God for that. And so um, I'm taking solace over the fact that uh, I know where she's at tonight. Like, uh, you know, where many of your loved ones are that serve the Lord and gave it all to Jesus. That's what we've got to do, folks, with the time remaining. We've got to redeem the time because the days are evil. There's still an opportunity to gain some reward. I want to get do more than just get into heaven. I want to reward when I arrive. only way you're going to do that is to be about the Father's business. And so, uh, you know what? Every extra day that I get is another day to have an opportunity to do something for the Lord, to make an impact, before the books are closed on my life. And for that reason, folks... I, you know, I just feel this urgency not to waste any more time. You know, I'm changing the format of the show even. And we're going to do more hardcore ministry. I think enough messages have been preached that we need to get really serious about doing some, some ministry, applying what we know. You know, you go to church to get trained up, and then you're supposed to launch out. Could be in your neighborhood. Maybe the Lord would have you go to another country. I tell you, we've got a mission field here in our own country. And uh, we're supposed to take what we've learned and then execute on it. Not just being like 65, 70-year-old babies sitting there in diapers and being fed a bottle by the pastor. We're supposed to have graduated to the meat. We're supposed to jump out of the nest and start flying. We've got to do it, people. And we're going to give an accounting. And you know, one day we're going to we could find ourselves in heaven with no reward. And we're going to wish that we had done something when we had the time to do it to make an impact. But by that time, it's over with. The books have been closed. So, again, I just feel this urgency. This urgency to get busy. You know, I remember Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's son, giving a, uh, an interview before he died. He died somewhere back around 93 when he was filming The Crow. And... Um, was that Coralco Studios? I'm trying to remember. It was someplace, um, it'll come back to me, but, you know, he was doing The Crow, and uh, he did a interview not, not too long before his death. And he was he said, you know, he, he read some poetry. You know, how many more times will you look at the night sky and, and see a full moon? Seven? Eight? You know, he gave these examples. How many more times will you do this? How many more times will you be able to tell someone that uh, it's in your family that you love them? You know, there's a finite amount of times. Even if you live to be uh, a ripe old age, still a finite amount of times you can do that. And many of us aren't going to live to be 70 or 80. 
You know, so we need just to realize how precious life is and not waste a second of it. You know, don't wait until someone is dead to pin a rose on, my grandmother used to say. Frequently I would talk to her and she would give me a rose. <laughs> you know, our kudo. And uh, I praise God for that. And uh, at any rate, I, I'm blessed to say that uh, I've got a grandmother who was a general in the Lord's Army. Um, we just Weber, a true prophetess of the Lord, that was her calling. When my grandmother spoke, uh, I listened. I remember the time uh, the Lord gave my grandmother some words of prophecy. I had uh, moved from the States to Costa Rica back in 2003. and I had been here long, and uh, my grandmother said, The Lord woke me up and told me to call you and tell you, get your bags packed. You're getting ready to move. You know, And I kind of filed that away. And about six months later, you know, she called me back and said, You remember that prophecy? And I said, Yes, ma'am. Well, the Lord told me to call and tell you that again. And uh, about that time, I was downsizing. I had lost some income, and I was living in a real nice condo, so I had to downsize, move to a little smaller place. And I said, Well, grandmother, maybe maybe the Lord, you think he was trying to tell me that uh, I was supposed to be moving from this condo? And uh, I thought that was the move. And I ended up moving a couple months later, and she calls me again. Do you remember what the Lord told me to tell you about the pills of fire? There was a prophecy regarding pills of fire. And have your bags packed. You're getting ready to move. I said, Grandmother, I just settled in here. But you know what? If pills of fire, if the Lord wants me to move, I'll move. And uh, pills of fire, I, uh, I took to be uh, an imminent volcanic eruption that was going to occur in Costa Rica because there's a hundred active, you know, a hundred volcanoes, several of them active in this country. And I said, God. If this is a true word, I need you to confirm it for me, because I, I want to obey. There's something coming my way, and I don't want to be a fool. I didn't listen to the uh, the warning, and I become like Pompey toast. You know, they find me in a couple hundred years. You know, made into two instant ceramic, <laughs> and uh, I prayed and I asked God for a sign, and within forty at forty eight hours, I'm watching CNN, and uh, Mount St Helens erupted followed by Colima Volcano, within 48 hours. And that was um, a sign to me that God did speak to my grandmother and had a word for me. And then uh, I said, well, God, I believe you. There's something fixing to happen in this country. In fact, I talked to people that were here when uh, the big volcano lit up in 62 or 63 when JFK was in uh, San Jose, Costa Rica, making a speech. And and uh, one of the, the volcanoes, I believe it was Irazu, um Lit up, shot ash all over the Central Valley, San Jose. And I said, wow, 40 years later, it's going to happen again, isn't it? I'm thinking. Well, the vision is yet for an appointed time. Though it, Terry, wait for it, for it shall surely come to pass, the word talks about. And um, I said, God, if you want me to move, then you're going to have to provide a way. And I've got to sell my furniture. You know, I need to raise some money to sell my vehicle that I have over here and it's just going to be hard, God, because I've got some furniture that you know, I paid a lot of money for. I think I had 10000 in furniture at the time and a, and a forerunner. And I said, uh, nobody's going to pay that. This is American-style furniture. You know, average wage over here is 400 a month. This is going to give me what I need. And I said, God, without that, I, I don't have, you know, I have a few hundred dollars in my name. I said, I can't afford to move. And God's telling me to pack my bags and move. I knew I, I, I was supposed to move out of the country. And... Uh, I put an ad in the paper, and within 72 hours, all my furniture sold, 
sold the forerunner and uh, it's just like God says the footsteps of a righteous man order the Lord. He ordered my footsteps and boom, everything fell into place. And you know, I, I got on a plane, we went to uh South America, moved to uh, Cartagena, Colombia, and uh got over there and maybe I've shared this testimony before, but I called my grandmother back and I said, Well grandmother, I, I feel a sigh of relief. I've gotten out of the, the country and you know, I said, I, I've obeyed the Lord. People told me I was crazy. They said, You're nuts. What do you mean a volcano is gonna come over here? What do you mean you heard from the Lord? And folks, that wasn't the first time I'd heard from the Lord, um, or my grandmother had and had called me and we had seen things come to pass. I mean I could we could do shows on that. Um when the Lord would speak to my grandmother, I took it to the bank. Because here was a lady who had a, less than a 10th grade education, but sold out 100% to the Lord Jesus Christ from the age of 19, on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ, filled with the Holy Spirit. Just about every time I would pray with her, she'd be praying in tongues, and the Lord would speak, and uh, just an anointing on her. She was caught up into the throne room twice, just like the Apostle Paul. And, um, you know... After her son died, she did, she wanted to leave. You know, she didn't want to live. And the Lord said, "Hey, I've got a mission for you." And, and I thank God that my grandmother spent another forty years here on this earth, because you know, then I was me and my brother came along, and other brother and sister, and you know, we were able to enjoy fellowship and learning from her. And so, um, you know, she had told me though the Lord had said that you know, anytime you want to go home, I'll let you come home. And you know, I used to tell her, I said, "Grandmother, you've got a work to do." You know, if you go, uh, who's going to stand in the gap for this family? Because she really did. She stood in the gap for many of us in this family, and uh, we needed her. And she she sacrificed everything to keep hanging on. And uh, ultimately, Lord said, "You've done you've done the job that I called you to do." And she passed the torch. And I, I'll never forget. Uh, a few months ago, went over to see my grandmother at her home, and she lived in a mobile home. She didn't live in a big mansion. She deserved a mansion for what her and my grandfather had done. For the Lord, but she's got her mansion now, folks, and it's paid for. <laughs> and uh, she said, "I want to pray with you." And she took my hands and uh, she started speaking tongues and uh, put an anointing on me, passed the torch, and uh, said, "You know, you, there's a word that the Lord wants you to speak." And so I, I, I remembered that, and uh, I always treasure that time that I got to go in to her room and just sit with her, and she would sit in her. Um, recliner and we'd sit there and talk about things of the Lord and she would speak about prophecy and the return of the Lord and what the last days would entail and uh, it was just an exciting time and then to be able to to pray with my grandmother and um you know get to share um time with her I tell you it was a real was a real blessing and honor because this was the a woman after God's own heart he loved her just like David and so my grandmother would call, and I would take it to the bank when she called me because time after time I saw it happen. And so I'm over in Columbia. We had moved, and I said, well, God, I, I passed this test. I haven't always passed a test, but I passed this one. And, you know, I was over there uh, maybe a month or so, and I said, man, what now, God? <laughs> I'm over in South America. What am I going to do? How am I can even how can I even earn, a, earn an income over here? I had a little small Internet business at the time. Uh, I was just trying to make uh, one sell a day just to pay my – pay the rent and, um, you know, put food on the table. And uh, I said, God, I'm in a real bind right now. What do I do? 
my wife was Colombian at the time. Uh, she is, still is Colombian, but uh, she was Colombian and, and didn't have a visa at the time, and so she couldn't come back to the States. And it was pretty much, I'm stuck. And I said, God, what do I do? And one day I was depressed. In November 21st, 2004, I walked out, took a long walk. Um, we lived a couple blocks away from the ocean. Of course, that whole island there, all of Cartagena, which is on the coast, is surrounded by ocean, and so it's not that far of a walk. And I'm just depressed one day. And I'm walking out there and said, God, I don't know if I miss you or not. What now? And I came back in and I was going to turn in for the night and I decided to check my email one last time. And I got on there and a buddy from Costa Rica had sent me an instant message. He says, you watching CBS 60 Minutes? And I said, no, I don't think I can get it. Tim, Tim McCod. And I said, what's going on? I said, they're talking about Hootia. And this was uh, something God had planted in my mind about six months prior, uh, a way a new product uh, for weight loss, and um, I immediately jumped on, put the Google ads on, and boom, it was like the windows of heaven had opened up. And that very night, uh, God launched a a business that uh, sustained me for many years, kept me alive. Um, And, you know, I often think, had I not obeyed the Lord, would that have ever happened? You know, God will test you, and if you pass the test, he'll take you to the next level. If you don't, you go around the block. I've went around the block a lot of times in my life, failed some tests, and God sends you back to summer school. Well, you didn't pass it. You know, we're not going to come out. God doesn't have an outcome-based education. <laughs> or he'll pass you anyway, even if you can't read, like happens today in some of these schools. No, you, you learn the lesson, learn what he wants you to learn, and you pass the test, or you're going to go back and repeat it. Many times it takes. So, this particular time, I passed the test in the Lord, and uh, there was a, a major blessing waiting. And next day was my birthday. I didn't even stop to, to eat a cake. I just kept on working, and you know, it was just what I needed at that time. It, it was uh, it provided the means to keep me alive for some time to come. And uh, I praise God. I praise God that my grandmother was obedient to the Lord, and I remember she would call up sometimes and call you th- call you at work, and and she would say, you know. God's pouring out his wrath, and uh, the message from the Lord is, you better not get in his way, or you're going to be washed washed away with the rest when he starts pouring out his, his wrath. And, you know, there were some times of condemnation, some, you know, stern warnings from the Lord that would lead you to repentance. And then there were other times of, uh, you know, messages of hope. And uh, I still got some stuff that I'm hanging on to that was spoken. You know, uh, it's going to come to pass, though the vision is yet for an appointed time, and, no, wait a minute, uh, though the vision is yet for an appointed time, though it tarry, wait for it, for it shall surely come to pass. I think that's how it goes. No, the vision is yet for an appointed time, though it tarry, wait for it, for it will surely come to pass. There we go. I want to get it right. And that's come back to me many times. Uh, God brings a warning. You know, he'll he'll alert you many times years ahead of what's down the road. So you can be prepared, so you can hang on to the promises, so you can look back and say, hey, wait a minute. It was impossible for man to know that was going to happen, but God knew all about it. And that strengthens your faith in God when you see things uh, come to pass. So, yeah, there's some things I'm still hanging on to. And uh, I filed in the back of my mind, and uh, when it happens, I'm going to give the Lord the praise for it. But, uh, yeah, I love my grandmother, and I just... uh, as much as I'm going to miss her, I know that um, she's got her promotion. And, you know, that's what's waiting 
for us all if we will just tarry and keep working and not faint. You know, there's a paycheck coming. You know, you work, you say, well, if I can just hold out to the 15th and 30th, there's a paycheck waiting. Same way with God. If we'll just keep on working, doing what he's asked us to do, there's a payday coming. And you know, it's going to be a glorious payday. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. You know, what the Lord has prepared for them that love him. You know, there's not any lifestyle of the rich and famous that could... uh, <laughs> that could even come and compare with uh, what the Lord has prepared for us who love Him and will follow Him until the Spirit leaves our body. So I just praise God tonight. And I, I said, you know what? I've, I've, been, I've gotten equipped. Um, I was able to learn enough. Now it's time to move from the meat, from the milk to the meat. And uh, my grandmother has... Uh, been promoted, and it's time for us, you know, in this family of mine to keep on living and keep working so we can have a a payday like her one day and go into the presence of the Lord. And the Lord says, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. That's what you and I want to hear, folks. We don't want to hear, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, into the lake of fire prepared for the devil and his angels. You're going to hear one of the others. So we got a job to do right here. And uh, I realize, you know, it's not going to be too much longer, and I'm going to be reunited with some of my lost loved ones. I shouldn't say the word lost. Some of my loved ones that have uh, have have went on to the reward in heaven. Uh, they weren't lost. They're, they were found by Jesus Christ. But you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but we've got to keep fighting. We've got to keep working. We've got to occupy the time. We've got to occupy enemy territory. That's what it's all about, folks. We've got to keep on working. And we've got to take back the enemy, the territory that the enemy has stolen, that he's overrunning our lives. And we've got to keep on fighting. We've got a job to do. There's still some time to do it. So, you know, I said I can either just sit and mourn tonight or I can get on the radio and do a program. You know, I would really be mourning if my grandmother had died and lost because I would never see her again. If someone dies lost, you will never see them again. It's over with. All you've got to hang on to is a memory, and that will fade. But for those of us who uh, know that uh, loved ones have won on to home be with the Lord, it's just a matter of time. We're going to have a great reunion, a reunion up there. I've heard people that have seen visions of heaven, been caught up in the Spirit, and God showed them their mansion. And, um, you know, the testimony was, you know, you have your own mansion and invite your loved ones over and they'll hang out with you and you have, you know, fellowship and, you know, it'll just be a reunion that'll never end. I'm looking forward to that day. I'm kind of excited. I'm thinking, you know, I've never really had a home, a house of my home here on this planet or the ones that I would like to have I couldn't afford. But you know what? Someone said that God knows the desires of your heart, and he knows what your dream home would be. And that's what's waiting for you and I. He'll have it built, furnished. You know, Everybody's got a particular um, you know, thing they, they like, a particular design in a home, for example. Maybe you like a maybe you like a rustic look. Maybe you maybe you like the you know the wood or the seam you know the stone block or stucco or 
you know, ranch style. You know, they have so many styles of homes out there. But uh, everybody's got something that's just kind of their perfect idea of a dream home. And, you know, I believe that's waiting for us in heaven when we make it. I believe our mansion is going to be custom-made. And Jesus knows the desires of your heart, my heart. And uh, I'm excited. I mean, I keep saying, man, I wish I just got promoted because I'm tired. <laughs> Some days I'm tired, you know. I'm ready. I'm ready to. Uh, I'm ready to go on. But you know, I realize, hey, I got a lot of work to do. You've got a lot of work to do, folks. And there's some opportunity to do some great things. It says in the end, my people shall do exploits. I believe we're coming up on that time. Can the Lord show my grandmother that the time was very short? I don't believe that uh, she was exaggerating. And so uh, I think we're going to see the uh, the Super Bowl of the end times kick off here relatively soon. And what are you going to do? Are you going to be in the game? Or you're going to be sitting on the sidelines, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh string, whatever those things are. I'm not really much of a football fan. I don't worship the God of sports, but you get you catch my drift, right? I want to be on the field playing, as I know you do, or you should want to, because we don't have to fear anything, you know. Go for, go for the go for broke people. Let it rip. You know. It's, it's it's like the deliverance ministry. Some people are afraid to fight demons. Some don't want to interrogate demons. Some are still trying to figure out what authority you have. Others say, you know, not me. I don't want any backlash. And, you know, one excuse after the next. I say, get out of my way because there's a job to do. I don't have time to waste. Time is precious, folks. You can't. What What can you give for your time? We've got a job to do. I remember Paul Stanley of KISS one time. He was interviewed, and uh, it was a very fascinating interview because the guy is very articulate, both him and Gene Simmons. Now, they're living for the devil, but he was very articulate. And, you know, this particular interview, this was some years ago, I, I uh, back when I was into the hardcore music, I was watching this video, and and they, they zoomed the camera in on him, and he's actually laying on uh, a bed, just kind of kicked back and reclining and he had beautiful women around him and he he was trying to make the point of you know look i have the women i'm rich he's going down the litany of all the things that he has okay and some people say yeah man that's what i'm living for that's what life's all about i can have me a harem i can be a millionaire i can be like hugh hefner you know that's all that they're interested in is sex or money or rolls royces Whatever the case may be. And, of course, folks, uh, let me just make sure you understand where I'm going in this. You know, if, if you're living in fornication or adultery, you're going to bust hell wide open if you don't repent. So I'm not advocating the lifestyle he was living. I'm just painting the picture of what I saw. He was just trying to say, by the world's standards, I've had it all. I've got it all. But he said, you know what? You know what money did for me? It's given me time because you, what can, you can't almost put a price on it. He said, I've got really the time. I don't ever have to work again. I can, you know, live my dream and, and, and do what I want to do. And um, from a worldly sense, what he was saying was made a lot of sense. You know, he had everything else, but uh, what are you going to pay for time? He realized that time is finite. Okay? And that's really what it was. It was a means to an end to give him the, you know, his career to give him the time to do some things that he wanted to do. Unfortunate part is, you know, he's living the life of Riley right now. He's living it up. He's had everything that the 
the world would say is, you know, the mile markers, milestones uh, of a successful life. But you know what? If he doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ, when his spirit leaves the body, it's over with. He can't take anything with him. He can't take the millions in the bank, the, the Ferrari, the homes, you know, whatever he thought uh, was important. I mean, I've seen people. I've seen people that worked their whole lives, made millions of dollars, and left left it behind for someone else to enjoy, just like the Word says. You work, and you don't know who else is going to enjoy it. And that's a shame. Because if you worked, and it wasn't as unto the Lord, and doing His work, then you know, the, you're not going to have anything that's going to last. Nor will I. So... You know, even Paul Stanley, a man of the world, a man that uh, doesn't profess Jesus Christ as Lord, understands the value of time. It's just a shame that uh, he doesn't uh, understand um, eternity. Because eternity is real. We don't just die and go to the worms, folks, and that's it, and and sleep, and pain goes away. No. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, your pain is going to start right then and there. But it's never going to end. You'll be in torment. So you go before the great white throne judgment, you get cast in the lake of fire, and then never-ending torment, where the worm dieth not, and there be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Or you can say, God, I realize that I've got to find out of my time down here. I might be lucky if I live to be 70. Or God, yeah, I understand, maybe I have been born into the last age, and I'm not going to ever see that age, but in either case, I know time is short, and I'm going to Give what I have to you, and I'm going to do your will. I think that's the best way. What do you think? What can you give for a soul? What price can you put on your soul? Bill Gates couldn't buy his soul back, folks. If he loses it in hell, he can't buy it back. No sum of money. You could give for your soul. So, I guess that's what's going through my mind. What can I do to redeem the time and make the the best use of the remaining time the Lord has allotted me? Or what can you do to use the remaining time that the Lord has given you on this planet for Him to do something that's going to make a difference? We've got to really sit down and evaluate things. We've got to really make a decision. Is what I'm doing, is it worth a hill of beans? Is it going to matter in the end? When I stand before the Lord and I say, well, Lord, I did this, you know. I was here for Little League and, you know, I I, uh, I went to karate school and got my black belt. Or, you know, I was chosen to sing in the choir, Lord, or I was on the uh, swim team. I played football, Lord. Would any of that matter? Or would you rather be like, uh, well, Lord, I led people to you. I saw many souls get saved. And accept you, Jesus. I fed the poor. Fed the widows. I fed the orphans. I stood in the gap for them that were fatherless. 
I blessed Israel like you told me in Genesis 12.3. I casted out demons. I laid hands on the sick and prayed for people to be healed. I saw some of them healed. I visited people in the hospital. I sent Bibles to prisons. I had an extra car and I gave to someone that uh, had to walk to work. I had some extra clothes and I gave them to someone that uh, was walking around with one pair of jeans to their name. I mean, it gets down to that. I gave somebody a cup of cold water. Jesus says if you, if you give a child even a cup of cold water, you shall in no wise lose your reward. What would you rather be uh, standing before the Lord <laughs> with? And which situation would you rather be in? You know, God's going to try our works. And he's going to put them to the fire. And they either come out the other side or they get burned up. Do we want works that um, are hay, wood, and stubble? They're going to get burned up? Or do we want to have works that can be tried like fine gold and, and come, come through the fiery furnace? Still be standing? I would say the latter. So I don't even know if I'm making any sense tonight. But it's just more of a... Uh, and expo, it's more of a just uh, conversations <laughs> at the beginning of the Super Bowl of the end times, something like that. It's really, it's really got me to think. I'm going to sit down and really examine what I do and eliminate the things that uh, are total in vain, that are total waste of time, and then go after the things that uh, have the opportunity to bring the greatest reward, and that is saving souls. Seeing people delivered and set free. Seeing people healed. That's true ministry. Again, I think people have gotten enough of a message. They want to see the true power of God. It's time to put our money where our mouth is, folks. Either we're going to call ourselves Christians and we're going to have fruits, or we might as well sit down on the bench, keep our mouth shut. Because many will say, Lord, Lord, in that day, but he'll say, I never knew you. So that's where I'm kind of at tonight. What about you? So um, that's where it's at. Um, don't know the date of the funeral yet. Again, this just happened today. Thought we had more time with my granny, but she's gone. And so... Um, I suppose that probably in the next couple of days you're going to have a funeral, and uh, we'll be going and uh, they'll be lowering her into the ground. But you know what? As my granny said, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. She's not here. All that we leave behind is just a shell, folks. From the dust earth we came to the dust earth we go back. But... Um, We can take solace that uh, if we will fight the good fight, when we leave this body and leave this earth, we meet the Lord Jesus Christ. He's going to say, well, good, my, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. He's going to welcome you in. Jesus will be right there waiting for you. Give you a hug. All your, lost, all your loved ones that uh, you've lost over the years, they've went on before you. They'll be there with you to meet you. And I'm excited about that. So, you know, I'm excited for my grandmother. I'm envious today. 
it's an exciting time for her tonight. You know, I haven't really cried today yet because, uh, you know, I really believe what the Word says. And so I don't have to be sad. I just have to realize, you know, I've got a little bit more work to do and just got to hang in there and I get to see her soon enough. But, hey, we got to work, folks. Taking a sip of some uh, pineapple juice tonight. You can get fruit pretty cheap down here. I've got the Omega Man cup here, as many of you have seen before. I'm not uh, I'm not drinking coffee tonight, but I'm drinking pineapple juice. So we'll add that to the list of uh, approved Omega Man beverages. Cappuccino, hot tea, and um, Omega Man lemonade and pineapple juice. <laughs> well, praise God. I tell you what we're going to do. Oh, boy. I've already uh, I've, I've rambled on for an hour. We're going to take a short break. And then I'm going to open up the phone lines. And if you need prayer tonight, if you need deliverance from foul spirits, you can get set free. Uh, you do not have to be a captive to Satan anymore. You just got to repent of your sin. Ask the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart if you don't know him. And if you do know him, after you've um, repented of that sin and broke the legal uh, rights for the demons to be in, just, we just got to kick them out as all in Jesus' name. Very simple. So we're going to open up the phone lines. And if you want prayer tonight, uh, I'm standing by to pray with you. God bless you, and we'll be back here in about five minutes. To talk with Omega Man, dial area code 917-889-2745 and press option 1 on your phone. To listen live to Omega Man Radio from your cell phone, dial 917-889-2745. From coast to coast and worldwide on the Internet, this is Omega Man Radio with Shannon Day. All right, we're back. Let me do a sound check out there. Uh, I started to notice uh, some type of fragmentation on this connection tonight. So what I did there during that little break is I rebooted my system, and I need to know if uh, you can hear me clearly in the chat room or if I'm coming through a little bit warbled tonight. I'm hoping that uh, the reboot of the computer and disconnecting the power and the Motorola uh, modem did the job, but uh, let me know. So, yes, um, there's lots of stories in the Omega Man's past. Where shall I begin? <laughs> you know, i tell you something. If you have any family living, uh, you want to ask them to tell you all the stories they've got while they're living, folks, because when they're gone, what are you going to do? You can't go back and ask them. It's too late. Whatever you were going to get them to share with you about their life and Things that happen to your family line, well, it's over with. And uh, that's an admonition for any of you that have never sat down and interviewed your mom and dad or your grandparents. Get them on tape. Have them give you some of the old stories. Because after all, these things start to fade and the details start to fragment. In fact, uh, I'll never forget. I got serious when I was in my early 20s about uh, researching the family tree. And by that time, uh, the side of my family, which I had almost no information on, which was my father's side, you know, my grandfather had died. He died at uh, 58. And uh, if he had lived a few more years, I would have been able to ask him. But it was too late. He was gone. So, you know, I had to start the arduous process of going down to the vital records, getting death certificates, birth certificates, trying to trace information back. And it was like pulling teeth to get the information I needed. It would have been so much easier if I had gotten it when he was alive. So, you know, 
Again, value the time you got with your loved ones and make sure you get some of these important things down on paper or tape or whatever it's going to take for you to uh, get the details. But I'll never forget, I remember a story my grandfather uh, Davis told me one time. He was stationed uh, back in in Libya, Africa, same place where you're uh, seeing all the the trouble at right now. That was back in the late 50s, 60s, early 60s that we had a Air Force base over there. And uh, my grandfather, Davis, uh, was actually stationed there on the American Air Force Base. Uh, when I went to try to piece together the pieces of his life, I find a uh, a man that actually lied about his age so he could get into the, the war during World War II. And uh, he, I think he was 16 when he enlisted. <laughs> he had gotten out of high school early. He said he was wandering the streets. And uh, he lied about his age to the, to, the, uh, to the draft sergeant. Not the draft sergeant, but the, uh, what do you call this? Uh, my, my mind's a, a fog right now. Um, the enlistment station, okay. And they took him in went to Japan, ends up in Libya, Africa. My father, uh, who's 13 at the time, was uh, was in Libya, Africa as a young man, and he had some great stories when he came out of there. Um, I remember my grandfather telling me that uh, back then, when King Idris was still in power in Libya, before uh, Muammar Gaddafi uh, became Colonel Gaddafi and took over, he was a captain back then, and uh, they used to see him coming around the American air base, and my grandfather said uh, Qaddafi and his crazy pilots, they would always wreck the, their airplanes and want the Americans to come over and work on them. <laughs> he was like a thorn in their flesh. And uh, Qaddafi used to hang out at the local NCO club, non-commissioned officers club. My grandfather was uh, he was a sergeant major. I believe, he was a, I believe he was a sergeant major, yes. And so he had rights to go to this club, but... Uh, they would see Qaddafi come in, and he would be escorted by two bodyguards. And the nickname for him, they called him the Black Prince. That was his name. My grandfather said uh, Qaddafi came in there. My granny Davis was in there at the time. Qaddafi came over and uh, invited her to dance and just about picked a fight with my grandfather. And uh, that, was, that was his meeting face-to-face with Captain Qaddafi. I've always thought it interesting, though, how Gaddafi only has went up to a colonel. Why isn't he a five-star general right now? Especially if you're a dictator of the country. Why would you remain a colonel? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Something to think about. But, uh, yeah, I remember some of these stories. Uh, there was a story one time where uh, my grandfather told me that uh, you had these shifting, shifting sands out there in the Libyan desert. And what would happen is, uh, you know, in a night the winds could blow so hard that they would just shift the terrain, and sometimes things would be uncovered, which had been buried out in the sand dunes. And on this particular day, they got a call out there at the airbase that uh, someone had sighted a downed aircraft. And it uh, it turned out to be some long-lost uh, aircraft that had been missing during the war and uh, had been out there many years. Um, this is, you know, 20 years later they find it. And when they went in and uh, sent the team there to investigate it, there was still coffee in the coffee pot. Can you imagine that? I mean, it was like perfectly preserved in time, like a mummy. The sand had just uh, covered up the, the crash site and buried it until one day, the, because they had a big storm and it shifted things, and someone spotted like a tail fan or so 
hanging out of the sand den. That was kind of a neat story. Something else that comes to mind, now that you want some more Mega Man stories, is uh, my uh, my father um, told me the story. He was in a uh, one of the the Roman ruins over there because you got to remember the Romans uh, they marched into Africa and they actually built um, monuments over there in Libya. You know, there's ruins over there of uh, of some of their architecture that they left behind. And uh, it was a historical site. So my father was out there one day, went up to visit, and he just started digging in the sand, and he said he found uh, seven Roman coins. I'll never forget it. And only uh, one managed to uh, survive the test of time. He said he smuggled them out in his sock. And he brings them back to the States, and uh, somehow or another, my uncle, my mother's brother, his brother-in-law, my dad gave him one of these Roman coins, and never knew about this until my uncle Tony one day, back in the 70s, early 80s, pulled this sock out, and in this sock were all these rare coins, and one of them was this little black thing looked like a piece of a rock. So I looked at it closely, and there was uh, a Roman emperor's head on the front of it, and on the back I could make out three chariots. And this was a several thousand-year-old Roman coin, and then the whole story started to to come together how uh, it had actually belonged to my father who had smuggled out in his sock from the uh, the Libyan desert uh, back to the USA. And, you know, I had this little coin for years. I used to be an avid coin collector from like age seven. I used to memorize the tables of the um, the coin books. And so you could you could give me a, a year of coin like a 1943 penny, and I could tell you how much it was worth. I had a pretty good um, ability there. To, to, to you know, to approximate the value of coins, you know, I just soaked it up like a sponge, and I was given this old briefcase, and I would carry this stuff around. This thing got heavier and heavier as time went on. I had all these uh, coins, and I would you know get them for birthday or Christmas and add to my collection. Yeah, I loved coins for a long time, and I had this Roman coin for a long time. And then one day, me and my dad had a falling out. And my dad uh, punished me and seized my coins. <laughs> And I, I took a trip and uh, came back, and uh, my dad couldn't find the coin. He lost it. So he had made it all the way from Libya in a sock to the States, carried in another sock for, for decades, and then it was given to me. And uh, then my dad gets it, confiscates it, and he loses it. That sucked, man. <laughs> Don't know what ever happened to that coin. I've got a bunch of stories about coins, but we won't go into that tonight. Okay, I'll tell you one more. Uh, I remember when I was eight, um, my dad worked for Lester Summerall, uh, World Harvest Network, and they were doing a telethon. And uh, Lester Summerall used to do these telethons in South Bend, Indiana, and Indianapolis a couple times a year, and they'd raise money for the network from the sea broadcasting. And somebody in Indiana was uh, was watching and said, hey, I feel led to give to the Lord, and donated um Two big old sacks of uh, peace silver dollars. Peace silver dollars. And I literally saw the sack. It was a huge sack with, with all these rare coins. And uh, my dad shouldn't have done this, but uh, he knew I was a coin collector. He reached in and gave me two of these coins. And that was wrong, I admit. Well, years later, uh, my parents divorced. My father remarries. And as it would turn out, he remarries a lady who was the daughter of the very guy who had given those coins 
uh, as part of a donation to the the fundraising effort. And Tong lost those coins too. <laughs> Had to give those two uh, peace silver dollars back. But yeah, I remember the days of peace silver dollars, Morgan dollars, and that was back when used, I used to have a friend who was in coin collecting. He was in the gold. And I'm thinking, wow, I wonder what gold was back then. I forget. Man, I know it was cheap. Not now, huh? Kind of late to get into gold. $1,400 an ounce, but maybe not too late. Some people say it's going to double still. But, uh, yeah, I digress. So those are some of the uh, the stories that I carry in my mind. Um, and, you know, my dad, he's gone. The things I like to ask him, I, I can't ask him anymore. He's He bit the dust. He's in heaven right now. Praise God, though. So... Why did I say? Why am I going down memory lane? Merely to say, if you got someone who's alive, you know, don't wait till they're dead to pin a rose on them. Don't wait till they're dead to interview them, to find out details, and to take for granted that you've always got tomorrow. Have you ever lived in a place where they had beaches, and you never went to the beach because you said, you know what, I live here now. It's no big deal. I can I can go any weekend I want. And you get so tied up in life and busy, you never go to that beach. And then one day you've moved and you realize you never went to the beach and you missed out because you took things for granted, thinking that uh, there was always a tomorrow. Let it not be so. Do the work of the Lord. Enjoy your time with your family. You know, if you've got, a, if you've got food to eat, a place to lay your head, you've got some some family, count yourself uh, blessed and and be content therein, basically the word says. Some people will chase their whole lives um, looking to make big bucks, and they work so hard they never stop to smell the roses, and then they say, well, ah, I've done well. Got my barns filled up. I want to build a new one. And then God comes along and says, well, I'm going to require your soul of you this night. Heaven forbid. They don't get to take any of it with them. They never stop to smell the roses. They never stop to go to that beach. You know, they uh, they never just stopped and listened, listened to the birds. You know, and on and on we can go. So we've got to have a good mix, folks. We've got to work for the Lord. We've got to uh, redeem the time and not take anything for granted. I think I'm done. <laughs> Let's go to the first call. We're going to go to area code 201. 201, you're on the air. How are you tonight? I'm okay. God bless you, brother. God bless you. I came on to help support you in prayer. Who is this? Is this Brother Charlie? Yeah, I called you from a different phone. <laughs> oh, I didn't recognize it, Charlie. How are you tonight, my brother? How are you, brother? Brother, I'm I'm encouraged. Uh, in fact, when I was talking to you and I told you my brother called in, uh, my brother called me and told me my, uh, my grandmother had died and uh, people were fainting and you know, beside themselves, and um, it was total chaos. And and uh, I said, "Wow, it was just like that." I, you know, we I thought I had another day with her, but you know, again, uh, praise God. I know where she's at tonight. So do I. And Shannon, she's smiling on you right now. <laughs> you know, she's 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 got her reward, and she's watching you. Do what she prophesied you to do. So praise the Lord. Oh, praise God! I tell you, I'm a, I'm actually uh, you know I'm a, I'm excited to have another day to um, to get out there and work for the Lord and uh, realize hey you know we just keep on working our payday is coming soon. 
Amen. Amen. I, I sent you an email because, you know, after we spoke, and I knew your brother was calling you and why he was calling you, and I just said, you know what? It's all good. Praise the Lord. Amen. Your, your opening message tonight, I don't think that, that message will ever be topped because that's from the heart, and it's what that's what God looks at the most in all of us is our heart. So praise the Lord. Take some calls. Amen. Folks, uh, we've got the lines wide open. If you need prayer tonight, uh, we're here to pray with you. You can call in um, 917-889-2745. We'd love to pray with you. And uh, some of you have written and um, wanted prayer, haven't been able to get it. We've got a wide open switchboard tonight. Now's your opportunity. And uh, we've seen some great testimonies this week, Charlie. Yeah, we have. It's been a wonderful week. I mean, praise the Lord. You know, one of the uh, testimonies I can share is my wife came home today, and she's got some young people at work, and she's been telling them about Jesus now for a few months. And now she's given them www.omegamanradio.com. And now these young guys are thinking about even coming over on a Sunday to our fellowship. But, you know, they work till 5 o'clock. And my wife said to them, sometimes we don't get done till 8, 9 o'clock at night. You know, we start, now we're starting in the morning, but we keep going until God's work is finished there. And, and one, one of the things that uh, was a thrill to my heart today was uh, a brother... Yeah, he lives about a couple of miles from here, and I haven't seen him in about two months. And he goes to a local church up in town. And, you know, I keep telling him, why don't you come over and get some prayer? And, you know, he, he's very dear to my heart. But uh, I was on the phone with him because he always calls, like, every week, every other week, just to make sure I'm okay and everything's going fine here on the property. And all of a sudden, last time he calls, I told him, I says, Michael, have you been to www.omegamanradio.com? And he says, no, Charlie. I said, why don't you tune in to what the pastors and the brothers are doing on that radio station on the Internet? And (laughs) he got on there when we were on there Saturday night, and he heard the ministering, and then he heard the deliverances. And it was like shock and awe to this brother because he you know a lot of brothers and sisters just don't believe and the reality is when they hear it see it then they know what they know and you know remember brother Jason Burton I spoke with him today I received an email from him and he's got six people down in Virginia that would like me to get down there and minister deliverance to all of them. So, Praise you know, God. This all came from Omega Man Radio. You know, this all came from the work that you're doing. So that's a great testimony, you know, how God... And then I can share this, uh, if anybody's listening or they're going to listen to this podcast. I got an email from uh, Australia. And there's a brother out there in Australia that's been listening to Omega Man Radio, and he's been listening 
to the deliverances that are happening live and everything else. And he says to me, you know what, Pastor Charlie? He says, I believe the same way you brothers believe. He said, not too many people believe this, but it's real. It's happening. And I said, well, there you go, brother. And he says, I'm getting Skype. Will you please pray with me when I get my Skype? And that's what's going on, brothers and sisters. If you don't have a Skype, get a Skype. Get hooked up with different brothers and sisters around the world. Because God's opening a door right now where brothers and sisters are getting free. You know, Shannon Valerie called me today. I let the Lord lead her, and she finally called into the ministry. And uh, i got to tell you, she went right out and bought a Skype today. She bought a webcam, not by Skype, but bought a webcam so she could get home and download Skype and be able to get on and pray with someone. Oh, that's awesome! It, it, it's it's like a little a new thing that God is doing with brothers and sisters to help them get to a place where they can pray with other brothers and sisters and actually see each other on the computers. And you know, it's it's one thing to pray with someone over a phone, but it's another thing to look at the person and know who you're praying with. When oh, you, yeah. When you put a face with the voice. And, you know, praise God, that's all I can say. That's all I can say today, Shannon. Praise God. <laughs> you know? Praise the Lord. You know, you know, some of the things you just spoke about, you know, and I, I really wasn't going to come on tonight, and you know that. I thought Brother John was coming on to give a message, and, you know, I, I tuned in to make sure you guys were all off and running just to check up on you because I knew the situation with, with Granny and... uh I just wanted to make sure you were in the right place. And then I just heard you ministering and ministering. I sat down and I listened to you minister tonight. And you're so right. You know, sometimes the things that we put in our life are not really important and we make them out to be important. And somewhere in everybody's family, there's a family member that's hurting or doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's where perfect love cast out fear. And 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 sometimes we need we need to minister to those in love who are not saved in our families. Just just be with them. Visit with them. You know? You know, it would be a horrible thing to have someone that you grew up with and loved and know that they don't love the Lord, the Savior. And it's a horrible thing to not be able to know that you're going to spend eternity with someone that you love. You know, sometimes with myself, I even make mistakes and, and judgments because I don't, I don't sit there and I think about things. And when you said that tonight, you know, I've got family members that I haven't seen in a while, and I'm going to make it a point, even though they don't, they mock me, they laugh at me. I'm going to make it a point to go the extra mile now. Just to say hello, not to not to drive a doctrine or anything down their throat, but just to love them where they're at, and 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 be that humble, meek person that God wants us to be, like His Son. You know, because you never know. I watched the Lord use me a couple of years back. I gave that testimony how my aunt Grace got saved, my mother got saved, my uncle got saved. 
and the hospice nurse got saved. It's because all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit quickened me and it was time to go. And I will never forget that as long as I'm alive and I will never not preach it to anyone that hears the message. Pastor John Gogan was given a message at Pegwis uh, Baptist Church Men's Conference years back, about seven years ago. And John said, he says, we have a ministry that we all overlook, and it's the brothers and sisters and family members in our own lives. And the Holy Spirit touched me when he said that, and I had to go back. And I knew my aunt was dying of cancer, and I went back, and all of a sudden, I got a hold of my mom, and it was the week she was dying, Spirit of God laid a burden on my heart to reach out to my mom, who I didn't have much of a relationship with. And I went back there with my mother, visited her sister. My aunt was dying. And she confessed some stuff to me. We kicked out a demon of unforgiveness. And she asked God to forgive her for that. And all the things that she had unforgiveness toward other people in the family. She asked my mother to forgive her, her husband to forgive her, her daughter to forgive her. And there was peace. Because like you said, you know where grandma is today. And I truly know where my mother, my aunt, went when they died. And I know my uncle. He just turned 90. And God bless him. And you know what? That's what the most important thing is. It's about salvation. It's about knowing the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not about how many cars we have or how big our home is because our rewards are in heaven. It's like you said, Grandpa and Grandma lived in a trailer. But, but their mansion in heaven is going to be different because the, the things that they gave up and denied themselves and followed Jesus Christ. And that's that's a testimony in itself, brother, and I'm glad to share that with you. And, and in your loss, you're rejoicing because we both know his brothers in the Lord. Fear is not from God. And to die is to gain because we don't have a part in the second death. So we're Amen. praising the Lord tonight. We're praising the Lord. Now, Grandpa, after his season of mourning, is going to be able to smell that jet fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. He'll be... Uh... He'll be preaching in Trinidad and Tobago uh, by next year. I'm sure of it. Amen. Amen. I mean, it's, it's it's amazing. It's truly amazing what God has done. You know, in everyone's life, even the other brothers in deliverance, and even brothers that are not in deliverance. There's plenty of good brothers out there that are, like you said, they're feeding the poor. There's there's brothers and sisters going out and doing missionary work, going out in the front line just telling people about the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, when you read in, in, in Corinthians about the spiritual gifts, some do miracles. Well, some do deliverance. Deliverance is a miracle ministry. You know, these signs will follow them that believe. Some, they speak in tongues, they cast out devils, they place hands on the sick. But that's the Holy Spirit. He uses each and every one of us when he wants to orchestrate his glory. And, you know, I know what's going on with the brothers and 
the the sisters and calling in and receiving deliverance right over the telephone on this internet ministry. It's all about Jesus. It's all about the Savior. Because lives are being changed. And the only one we can praise is our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He's taken He's taken this worldly thing with computers that Satan is having a heyday with. And now he's turning it around and using the technology for the glory of his kingdom, and it's going to continue to grow. Amen. Amen, brother. That's a good word right there. Folks, if you want prayer tonight, we've got the lines open. And uh, I've also got a list here, Charlie, of uh, people that wanted some callback. I got last night, I said, you know what, i got to find a system that works. <laughs> I said, I'm going to go back to the uh, the ruled notebook paper. That's what I did. I got a rule notebook up in my office, and I got to tell you, Shannon, it's like it's very, it's a difficult. The old system is difficult, but it works. It works, does it? <laughs> it works. So we gotta. You skim through the pages, and you say, "Oh, I didn't call this one yet," and you try to get them on the phone. And as you know, you and myself have made a lot of calls, and and Bill Har- Har- Harbison has made a lot of calls. Uh, the last week or so with me, and we just sit there. Sometimes it's like dialing for fellowship. You, you call, and they're not there. You leave a, a little message on their machines letting them know that you followed up, and you go on to the next phone call. Amen. I had a few people tonight. I, I was I was telling a, a brother, James, he was supposed to Skype me, and I think he might have Skyped me before, but I just so I could just fellowship with you a little and give you some encouragement. I left the office. My wife's upstairs going to bed, and I came downstairs in the book room, and I'm just hanging out down here. Shut the door so my animals don't hear me, and just spending time with my brother Shannon. That's what it's all about, fellowship. Praise God, man. I'm uh, I'm honored to have your company tonight, and uh, we've got a full chat room out there, Charlie. I see, uh, I see thirty people in the chat room. I have, let's see, how many? We got thirty in the chat room, um, and people continue to drop in. We've got about uh, four people listening live on the uh, the line. And uh, Bill Bill Harbison is probably listening online because I told him to keep your back tonight when I saw that you were on there alone. Praise God. Yeah, and you know what? I've got a list here of uh, some people we can call. If, uh, folks, if you want you want to uh, get some prayer, call in. Line's wide open. And until you call, we'll just start dialing for deliverance. How about that? <laughs> there you go. Okay, let's. Um, you know what? I've got a list of people here. Why don't we? Uh, why don't I start at the first one and uh, let's see what we can do here? That'd be kind of interesting. Second round with Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stand by. I'm going to call uh, Brother Jeff and see if he's home. I got oh. Jeff. Uh, Jeff on the line first. Stand by.
All right, Brother Jeff. Hello. Okay, uh, Brother Jeff. Let's. I uh, don't see him there. Let's try another number here. And uh, I'm going to go next to Brother Steve at 727 area code. Let me dial here. Yeah, a lot of people work during the day. And, uh, you know, here recently, I think I've been doing the night watches. Uh, you have too, been, Charlie. You've been getting up early too, brother. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know, my, my wife, what did my wife say to me? She says, she says I'm becoming nocturnal. <laughs> I was up like uh, I'm a minus two hours from East Coast time. So it was four a.m. this morning, six a.m. Uh, East Coast. But you know, hey, someone needed some help oh, last what night of the week. It's twenty to ten where I am right now in the evening. Okay. And I told my wife when we were having dinner I was not getting on the phones tonight. Look where God's got. <laughs> we're gonna try. Okay? Steve at seven two seven. Let's see if we can get him. Hey, you'll just keep dialing until uh, either someone gets on or you uh, may we'll have Steve, someone call in. Steve not dialing for deliverance tonight. Uh, didn't get Steve. Let's go to the next one. We'll go to uh, Chris in California. How about that? This is a live show. You never know what you get. Yeah. Did you ever follow up with that woman Linda that you were doing? No, we need to call Linda and go round two. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, I only, I only prayed with her He's a little just, while. You just have to Brother Chris? Hello? Hey, Chris. Hey. God bless you, brother. Hey, how are you doing? Good, man. This is Shannon Davis with Omega Man Radio, and i got Pastor Charlie Costello on with me. How are you guys doing? We're doing okay. How are you doing? Uh, I had a rough day. I had a punch biopsy. They want to make sure there's no, there's not more skin cancer in my cheek where I've had this infection. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm now the uh, that can't, you had a, you had some cancer on the nose there, right? And um, that's that yeah, stopped. And that you got a little bit of infection on the uh, the cheek. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're trying to determine if I have more cancer. <clears throat> My cheek. So uh, a punch biopsy. Then it'll let me know by Monday what's going on and whether or not they need to set up the surgery or just go in and clean it out. Put me on two weeks of antibiotics again in hopes that that'll get rid of the staph-resistant infection in there. Mm-hmm. Or not staph-resistant, but staph infection, whatever. So, uh, well. We'll certainly pray for that tonight, brother. Yeah. Amen. A little pain from that. I had to take a nap because I I got kept up part of the night anyway. So. Well, we had uh, you and I had a chance to pray the other day, and uh, what I, I got a little bit more organized last night. And brother Charlie's got a whole list of people to call, and I went back to my email and I uh, put some put about a dozen names here on a piece of paper. Uh, some of these I call round two. In other words, uh, we prayed with someone already one time and. We'll go back as many times as it takes, maybe ten rounds, but and whatever it takes to to see victory. And so uh, we're just dialing tonight and uh, want to see if you're home and see if you want to do a little bit of prayer. Yeah, I'm a I'm a little bit a uh, little bit weary, <clears throat> but uh, now, I'm up conti- for it. You continue yeah. to get attacked. Um, go ahead, brother Charlie. 
Somebody said he's a little weary, but he's up for it. Cool. Okay, so Shannon, I'll agree. You know what's going on. You've already prayed with this brother, haven't you? Yes, sir. Amen. Now, Chris, um, are the attacks... When we prayed last, you had um, that spirit that was in the left ear and also that right foot. Are you still hearing them? Oh, yeah, nothing's changed. Okay. It's just, uh, you know, they're... Just the amount of uh, the presence is, uh, you know, changes from uh, hour to hour and depends on, you know, what I'm doing. And, you know, I've been resisting as far as uh, my uh, sexual integrity for the a little over a week now. And, of course... uh, when I do uh, deny them that, they get angry and the violence increases. Okay, when you so deny them, though, that's when you deny them what? Going on is they uh, really turn up the violence and the harassment. And I also ordered the Alexander Scarby uh, King James Version on audio. Praise God. But in the meantime, I have a program where I download torrents. I don't know if you guys know what those are. Sure. But uh, torrents are online files. Like, say, if you want to watch an old TV show, you know, you don't have the money or whatever, you can download the episodes in a poorer quality. You can watch them, you know, on your computer or whatever. Okay, so to bring uh, Pastor Charlie up to speed, what happened is, um, some years ago, you were taking some painkillers and... um, basically invited any spirits out there to to come in and basically they took the invitation up and they've been sexually abusing you at night and uh, you and i prayed uh we went through the uh, renunciation prayers uh you repented of that and then you went through your house and you started to uh look see if there's any idolatry there and you went in and um uh got rid of some um some books and so forth and all you were down to pretty much was just uh you have a pretty extensive rock music collection, right? I already got rid of all that. Man, praise God, brother. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, yeah, okay, so these, would have these been spirits have been attacking. Would, would have been painful if I would have looked at all the music I was throwing away, but I just went ahead and did it. That's the smart thing to do, brother. Believe it or not. Yeah. It was painful was for me. To me that was, you know, not even... You know, probably I'm pretty discerning on that matter. There was stuff mm-hmm. in there that probably wasn't even a problem, but I just decided in the situation I'm in, I better just continue listening to my Christian rock and my Christian music. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, got rid of all that. And if there's okay. anything else in here, I'd be pretty pretty darn surprised. Okay, so you uh, you went through, broke the crystals. You had a blood signet ring, uh, bloodstone ring. You you busted that up, got rid of that, and uh, pretty much you've done a pretty good house cleaning over there. Amen. Yeah. Well, praise and God. That bloodstone ring you kept going over and over that, Shannon. That was actually prayed over by another deliverance minister, by Jay. Yeah. And he felt like if I prayed over that, that you know it would uh, sanctify it. Because the bloodstone ring, in and of itself, is not just worn by occultists. It's worn by people who just like the stone. 
the gemstone. But well, you know, drastic uh, times call for drastic actions, and so you know you're exactly at the point now. That's why we got rid of it. So you want you're desperate. You want to get deliverance, and so you're not going to let anything stand in the way of that. And that's what it takes, folks. We got to be willing to discard it all to get the freedom we need. And so uh, we're going to pray tonight, if you'll allow us to, brother. Absolutely. Amen. Father God, we just bind the strong man and our brother Chris here, myself, Pastor Costello. We forbid any transference of spirits. And we loose the warrior angels of God to come down and stand guard around my brother right now. And angels with swords drawn dipped in the blood of Jesus to go and just start sorting these foul spirits right now. Father, we ask you to send in angels right now to bind up, chain up, and take out every free-roaming spirit in his home. Father, that the angels of the Lord would take these spirits so they can't interfere with his deliverance to wherever Jesus Christ would send them. Father, we just ask you to pour your blood right down on that house right now. In Jesus' name. Spirit and lust manifest right now. Yeah, we're talking to you, lust. The spirit that has been doing the tapping on the wall to signal that you're there that has been a physically attacking him at night, we rebuke you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Angels of God, bring it up. Cut it off from the rest. We, demons, we put you on notice right now. We're seated with the Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly. High above Satan. That means high above you, demon. We forbid you to communicate with one another, foul spirits. We cut off your lines of communication and your power. You're not able to talk to each other again, demons. You just come out. In Jesus' name. my brother. Three of us are gathering in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You have no authority here. We manifest. Physical abuse. Sexual abuse. Father, my brother invited them in, according to Shannon. Father, we bind them right now. Father, we ask you to surround them with angels, with swords. Start chopping them, cutting them, tormenting them the way he's been tormenting Chris. Father, we ask this in Jesus' name. Tiki you foul, unclean spirit. We're talking to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. He's confessed you his sin. The Word of God says that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You have to manifest and you have to go. What grounds do you have to attack him? Every night. We have authority over you. We're commanding you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to manifest. What are your grounds? What's your assignment? We pour the blood over that assignment right now. We cancel the assignment. We break your power over him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Come out of our brother in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Manifest one clean spirit. Lust. We're talking to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on, demon, let's go. All lasciviousness, incubus, succubus, asmodeus, come out of him. Spirit husband and spirit wife, we cast one of you out last night from a sister. You come out of our brother right now in Jesus' name. Oh, I agree with that. Foul, wicked spirit, which is tapping on the walls and spinning his right foot and going whoosh in his ear. Come out of him in Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name, come out of his ear. 
Manifest. Father, send in angels for the blood in his ear. Drive this demon out. Feel the power of that blood. Feel the power of that blood. You loose him and let him go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Deliverance blockers, come out of him in Jesus' name. All binding spirits, come out of him. Angels of God, go in there and start cutting at the roots of the strong man. Start whacking away in Jesus' name. Come out of him right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, come out of him. Manifest it, God. You have no authority here. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Come out of him. Will not return void. Chris is calling upon you, Lord Jesus, to deliver him. Now let him go, demon. Let him go. Sexual fantasy, come out of him right now. Fantasy sex, let's go. You spirits that try to reap him, come out of him in Jesus' name. We rebuke you. I don't even know your name, demon, but I know your function. And you demons that are attacking him day and night, loose him and let him go right now in Jesus' name. We're calling you out by function, you unclean spirit manifest. You don't have authority here. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Be weakened by the blood of Jesus. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Loose him and let him go. Father Yahweh God, I ask that you would fire arrows and wound all the demons in yes, Jesus' Father. name right now. Come out of him. Come on. Let's go. You're defeated by the blood. Move. Father, encamp the angels around him right now. Continue to torment the tormentors. Let's go. Sexual deviancy. Come out of him in Jesus' let's name. Go. Come on, let's go. Masochism. Come out of him. Spirit of masochist. Come on. Move. Move. You don't have authority here. All masochism. Come on. All bondage. Come out of him now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Transvestite. Slavery. Come out of him. Sexual slavery. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Come on. Come out of him right now. Morphodite. Come out of him in Jesus' name. That demon that, that, that came in when he called upon you to come to him. We command you by function to identify yourself in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Come out of my brother. You quit tormenting him. What are your grounds, demon? Manifest. Jesus Christ rebuke you, our King. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Angels, go in and cause civil war in this temple right now. Have every one of these demons that have been attacking him from the front, the rear, into the side of his head, have them turn on each other right now. Father, we lose confusion upon the enemy. The same confusion that was loosed upon the Midianites. We command civil war in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in this temple. Every one of you unclean spirits that have been violating him. Come out of him right now in Jesus' name. Father, send angels in with hooks. Send the hornets of the Lord in to sting them and drive them forward. Father, we ask this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Move. I agree. Move. I agree. All gender confusion, come out of him right now in Jesus Christ's name. Gender vendors, come out of him in Jesus' name. Every spirit of masturbation, fondling. Come out. come out of him right now, in Jesus' name. Prince of a cult sex, come out. Lilith, come out of him. Asteroid, come out. Come on. Beelzebub, come out of him. Christ rebuke you. 
that spirit that's given him no rest, no peace at night, that's constantly tormenting him and stealing. What's your We bind infirmity over his head, his face, his skin, all spirits of cancer. We command you to shrivel up and die like Jesus spoke to the fig tree. We speak to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Loose him. Let him go. Come out of his flesh. I agree. All cancer. Come out of him right now in Jesus' eye. Skin cancer. Come out in Jesus' name. Move. Move. Every unclean spirit that's causing this, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, come out of my brother. All spirits causing insomnia in him right now. All you mind control spirits, we bind you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Loose him right now. Come out. Come on. Demon, do we have power and authority over you? Manifest. Answer the question, demons. You have no authority here. What's your ground? You You have to come out of our brother, Chris. What's your ground? Satan don't let you talk? All you can do is attack him physically when he's sleeping? He cut up a hollow. I think it's a coward, demon. That foul spirit. The angels of the Lord continue to torment these unclean spirits. Come out of here. Come on. Loose him right now. Who was in there the other night? I sword you right now. It was um, Spirit of Lust. But it hasn't hasn't spoken. Okay. Lust, we're talking to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, Shannon, what's Lust doing to him specifically? What it's doing, it's uh, physically raping him. Physically it's raping him. Coming okay. in and uh, it's attacking him uh, during the day, during the night. It's not Cr- raping me anymore. It's uh, using a tongue on me. It's using a tongue on you? It's using a tongue on me. Now it used to rape me internally, but now it only uses a tongue from the outside. Okay. Frog spirit. The frog spirit fondles me and uh, commits violence against me. And this can be day and night. What kind of violence? Depending on what hour it is, they what kind come of in violence? intervals. Usually, at uh, they start coming in at like 5:30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Then another one comes in around 8:30, and then another wave hits about 11:30, and then they stay pretty strong until about okay, what, 8:30 a.m. What was the what was the uh, the beginning of all this happening to you and your wife? Did you invoke anything? Uh, as I, as I, as you've already discussed, uh, I didn't invoke it by name. Um, I didn't use any spells. I just spoke it out. What, During, what specifically? Uh, I was under the influence out? of codeine, and I had been viewing a lot of pornography. Okay, porno. And, uh, I was porno. We're speaking to you right now, and pharmakia. Also, adult movies. Occult movies? Occult movies heavily, and I got rid of all those, too. And I got rid of all the pornography. Okay, okay, occult movies. I'm even an artist, and I do portraits, and I had Mm -hmm. uh, quite a few celebrity portraits of, like, retro cheesecake pinups, even though some of them were just in bikinis. I even got rid of all that. Mm -hmm. Just to be sure. Spirit of pornography, come out of him right now in Jesus' name. Manifest. Porno, 
we're talking to you, but we bind mind control and we also bind occult mind control, Father. Yes. And we ask you to cut the silver cord between occult mind control and mind control so that occult mind control can't feed mind control, vice versa. Father, we ask you to send an angel in with a sword and cut that communication line. Cut off all their power and all their communication lines between each other, Father. We ask this in Jesus' name. Let's go, demons. I take the sword of the Spirit, and I sword you with it right now in Jesus' name. I sword you in Jesus' name. Who's Sam? Manifesting go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We rebuke you in Jesus' name, foul spirit. Be weakened by the blood of Jesus. Be weakened by the blood of Jesus. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Be weakened by the blood of Jesus. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Angels of God, bring this demon up. Right now, cut it off from their west. What's your name, foul spirit? We bind you to the truth on Judgment Day. We bind you. How do you like your chains? Tighten them. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. you Look at the Lord Christ. Jesus, demon. What's he telling you to do? He's telling you, you to speak, to isn't he? with our brother. The Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. It's got my body shaking again. That's about it right yeah, now. Yeah, good. He's shaking right now because he's going to manifest. He ain't got no choice. We have power demon, and authority fear. over him. Manifest, demon. Come on, fear. Get I pour up the here blood of Jesus down your throat. Well, uh, I pour the blood of Jesus down your throat. Father, this is your ministry, Father God. We love you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We love Chris, Father, because he was created in your image. Father, he's confessed all these foul, ungodly acts as sin before you as he confessed to Shannon the other day. Now, Damon, you got to come up. You have no legal ground, do you? Answer the question. We're attacking you from our position in the third heaven as joint heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, come out of this, brother. I agree. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Word of God says that demons tremble at his name. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Angels, rattle their chains. Rattle their chains. Rattle them. Tighten them. Tighten them. Tighten them. Continue to tighten the chains on lust, porno, pharmacia, occult movies, every one of you unclean spirits that came into him during the occult movies. Loose the angels of God to go cut the tongue off that demon who's licking him in Jesus' name. Cut it off in Jesus' name. Father, send an angel with hooks to pull up that frog spirit. I'm asking, Father God, you let your chariots run over the neck of this frog spirit in Jesus' name. Come on. Speak, demon. You foul frog spirit. What are you doing to our brother? Lord Jesus Christ, you're weakened by the blood of Jesus. The Lord the violence Jesus with the uh, spitting on me with the acid-type spit. That was really bad last night. I started playing the James Earl Jones Bible audio. And I went to bed um, around 11. And it woke. I couldn't sleep because it attacked me so bad. Between 11 and 2 a.m., I had to get up. What's the uh, what's the demon called? That's the violence is uh, it's like acid. It's like a spray, like a spit or a spritz, like acid. That's what it uses against me, along with pinching and like bruising, clawing type.
things. Stephen, we're talking to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come out of him. Manifest. We're calling you out by all the functions Chris just spoke. Everyone you want to spirits. Father, send the angels in right now. Hook and chain every one of these demons that's responsible for putting this act on our brother. Every one of you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, be bound in the name of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. Angels put chains around them and start tormenting them the same way they've been tormenting Chris. Father, your word says that you would give us the desire of our heart against the enemy. That no weapon formed against us shall prosper. That you give us power to tread over serpents. Pardon me? No. The left arm that keeps shaking. Okay. I can hold the phone steady with the right arm, but the left arm keeps shaking. Shake it? Okay. Father, send in angels to the left arm right now. Chain right, that unclean spirit that's shaking his arm right now. We're calling you out by function. That spirit that's convulsing his left arm. I command manifest. you to manifest. What's Come your on. name, Damien? What's your name? We bind you to the truth on Judgment Day. Angels, take those chains. Hook them and pull them up. Speak. Father, your word says that we have power over all the power of the enemy. We command that spirit that's shaking and convulsing my brother's left arm right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, manifest. Come forward. Come forward in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Damon, you have to obey. You're our prisoner. What is your name? Speak in Jesus' name. Angels, torment them. Drive them forward. Push an angel of the Lord to go down at the lowest point of the cross and stab the devil. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you move in the mighty name of Jesus, you foul and clean spirit. We command you to come forward. Spirit right now in Jesus' name. We have power and authority over you. Now move. Loose them. Identify yourself. What's your name and what's your function? You heard him, demon. Answer. What's your name and what's your function? Angels of God, sort it. Sort it. What's your name and what's your function? The Lord Jesus Christ. Sticking something in my mouth in my left nostril that had the cancer. Like a word spirit. Come out of his nose. You are subject to us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. No weapon formed against Chris shall prosper. It is written. What's your name, demon? Quit sticking them and start speaking. Angels, stick this demon. Torment this demon the way it's tormenting Chris right now. We ask this in Jesus' name, Father. Father, your word says whatsoever you ask in my name, Lord Jesus, you said that you would do it. This is your will that he be delivered. You are the Lord thy God that delivers us. Your word says, call upon me and I shall deliver you. It is written. No weapon formed against Chris. Come on, demon. Get up here. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke Come out of him right now. Come out in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Angels, go in and stab him with your swords. Father, we ask you to loose legions of angels right now. Get them swords in the blood. Let them feel the power of the blood. Torment them, angels. I agree. Torment them. Cut his claws off of his arm. Cut his claws off of where is he tapping in the nose. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's power in that name. That name's above all names, powers, principalities, 
rulers, thrones, kingdoms, dominions, you come out of him in the name of the Lord Jesus. Move. Move. Demon, you have a legal right to be in there? I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Come on, manifest and go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You look at the Lord Jesus Christ. When two or more gather, he's in our midst. You have no place to go but out. Now lose some. Come out of him. Go to Tartarus. Come, come out of him. The Lord Jesus. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus you want to talk, just come out then. Move. Come out. Move. You have no power here. You have no you, authority here. Demon, if you don't speak, your rights are void right now, and I command you to come out in Jesus' name. Come out of him. You're just an imposter. Now let's go. Move. Mystery demon, come out of him in Jesus' name. Come let's on, go. move. Come move. out of him. Move. Loose. I command every what demon inside to spiritually found forgiven. Jesus. Dabbling with the occult. Come on, move. Speaking to the unseen, inviting him in. We break your power right now in Jesus Christ's name. We pour the blood over you. That's right. Spirit, come on. Let him go. How does it come feel out. to be defeated? How does it feel Listen. to be defeated? How does you it feel to be defeated? I'm talking to you. What, are you afraid to talk to us? Then keep moving. Father, send angels in. Come Cut them and chop. Cut them and chop. Torment them. Torment them for what they've done to your your child, Father. We ask you to torment these unclean spirits. Father, I ask you to fragment them in Jesus' name. We'll lose confusion and blindness on these demons right now in Jesus' name. Keep tormenting them, angels. No rest for the wicked. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Father, I ask you your finger at this demon that you want to manifest in Jesus' name. Come out of him in Jesus Come out. Christ. Come on, Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. You can't stand in the presence of the Lord. Move. Move. That's right. Keep moving. Come out of him. Keep moving. You're just bad breath. Get going in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come out, you unclean spirit that's putting acid on him. We rebuke you. All the acid you put on him, back on your head, demon, in sevenfold in Jesus' name. Burning and destruction. Coals from the altar. Father, we ask you to just have the angels of the Lord continue to pour burning and destruction on this evil spirit. Come Amen. on, demon, this is all you got. Demon, you familiar with Ephesians 6? I take the sword of the spirit and I stab you with it right now. I sword you with it in Jesus' name. I sword you in Jesus' name. How does that feel, demon? Come out of him. Either by the blood, feel the power of that blood. We don't have to do anything but pour the blood on you. There's power in the blood. Drink more There's of the blood of Jesus. The blood. There's Drink deliverance it. in the blood. Drink it. Feel the, feel the power of that blood, you unclean spirit. Come on. All destruction come out of him. Let's go. Destruction. Premature death. Destruction. Lose some. Lose some. Come out of here. We lose sound mind into our brother. We lose purity. Father, we lose prayer and fasting into our brother right now. You know, demon, you know what fasting does. It destroys your kingdom. We break and cut all ungodly soul ties with that music that he destroyed. 
Yes, Father. Any demons that came in through the music come out of him in Jesus' name. Every unclean spirit, every occult spirit that came in through the beat of the music come out of him. Let him go. Let him go. Antichrist, come out of him in Jesus' name. Come on, keep moving. Come on, you Antichrist spirit, let's go. Loose my brother's mind, will, and emotions. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Spirit of rebellion, come out in Jesus' name. Amen, we rebuke you in Jesus' name. Let's go. All witchcraft, come out of him in Jesus' name. Let's go. Let's go, witchcraft. Come on. Come on. Internet porn, come out. Shame, come out of him. Loose him. Bondage. Slavery. Sexual perversion. Come out of him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I agree. Come out. Come on. All bisexual spirits, come out of him in Jesus' name. Let come out, go. Lady Gaga. Come out of there. Loose him in the name of the Loose Lord him. Jesus Christ. Come Let's go, David. Queen, come out. Queen, come out. Let's go. Yeah, that spirit of Freddie Mercury, come out of him in Jesus' name. Loose him. Come on. Loose him. Loose him. There you go. Thank you, Jesus. Loose him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Manifest, demon. What's your name, unclean spirit? Speak right now. Find the truth. How do you like what we're attacking in your kingdom? You know, we bind you, we loot your kingdom. That's the word of God. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Judas priest, come out of there. Come out of there. Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Loose him. Let's go. Rolling stones. All the music by the rolling stones. Come out of them right now. In Jesus' name. Let's go. All spirits that came into that music, manifest right now. We bind you with the threefold cord. Bell, bells, AC, DC, come out of him. Angels of God, put these demons on their knees before the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at them, demon. What's he telling you to do? Where's he telling you to go, foul spirit? I pour the oil of the Holy Spirit over every demon inside of you right now in Jesus' name. Come out of here. Come out of here. Come out of here. Move. Move. You're defeated. You're defeated, unclean spirit. Now come out of my brother. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. How's it feel to be defeated? Losing some workers tonight, demon? Sounds like you're having a hard time, demon. Just come out then. Manifest and go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. See how easy it is, demon? All we got to do is speak the word, and you have to move. Now, keep moving. No rest. No rest. No weapon for Masturbation. Prosper. Masturbation. We're talking to you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come out of his mind. Come out of his hands. Come out of his genitals. 
move in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I cut all soul ties between the demons and Chris right now in Jesus' name. Loose them. Loose them. We cut all the soul Loose ties, Father, between every porno flick he's ever watched and fantasized on, Father, in Jesus' name. Come on. Now loose them. All fantasy. All fantasy recall, all evil memory recall with the occult movies. Come out of him right now. Come out of his subconscious right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Move. 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 Father, send in angels to the subconscious and pull them out. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Keep moving. There's no rest for you here. Attack angels. Loose his human spirit. Come out. Come out of him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come out of him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Sort him in Jesus' name. Come out of him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Keep moving. No rest. God fire your ear. free is free indeed. Let him go. Get these spirits in Jesus' name. Come on, move. Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, loose your instruments of death on these demons in Jesus' name. How does it feel to be defeated, demon? Mute spirit, come out of him. Loose his tongue right now. Your spirit's blocking him from manifesting and speaking. I rebuke you. Come out of him in Jesus' name. All you deliverance blockers, loose them and let them go. Father, send in the angels, tear down the front walls, the armor, the towers, the cities. Let there be all-out civil war in Satan's kingdom. That's right. We're attacking you. We have power and authority over your kingdom. You have no place to go but come out. It's your coming out party. Now come out of him. Lewd lasciviousness, come out of him right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All corrupt communication, come out of him. Come out of him. Come out of him. Come out of him. Pedophilia, bestiality, come out in Jesus' name. That's right. Loose him. All unclean sex, come out of him in Jesus' name. Loose him. Unclean thoughts, come out of him in Jesus' name. Come on. Loose him. Loose him. Keep moving. Go to Chargers in Jesus' name. Angels of God, come here and start hacking away at the chains and the tetters in Jesus' name. Start digging out the roots, angels. Father, we go back ten generations in the family line. We break the curse of the bastard over him right now in Jesus' name. We break the spirit of a wicked heart of unbelief in the family line, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we also break idolatry in the family line, Father. We pull all these curses right now of idolatry under the blood of Jesus. Christ. Let's Loose go. Him. Come on, curses. Come out of him right now. Weakened by the blood of Jesus. Weakened by the blood curses. of Jesus. Lust curses. Come out of him right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Manifest and go. Manifest and go. All the curses of lust that came down in the family line. Come out of my brother Chris. Come on, keep going. Right. Come out. Going. Keep going. God, we stand in the gap and remit all the sins that would have opened up the door for these demons to come in, and we remit that sin. Of his That's invitation. Right. Go, demons. We're, we're breaking your kingdom apart right now. We're going to loot your house. Come out of him. There's nothing you can do. Angels, spoil the strong man right now. I take your strong man and throw him in a cage filled with the blood of Jesus, and I bind him. So we the angels, angels with flamethrowers, Father, to just sit there and start throwing the fire of God on the strong man. 
cancel every one of his assignments to all his workers. That's the desire of our hearts right now, Father. In Jesus' name. I agree. Come on, Come on, demon. Let him go. Come on, him. A demon that was convulsing in his left arm. How you doing, demon? Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Come out of him. That's right. That's the best you can do, demon. Keep going. Is that, the, is that the arm you lose? For, is that the arm you lose, demon? Is that the arm you use? In Jesus' name. Come on, keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. We're going to burn you out of his left arm. You use that arm, demon? We're going to burn you out of it. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Loose the fire of the Holy Spirit to go in and just burn the demons out of the arms right now in Jesus' name. Set them ablaze in Jesus' name. Loose the angels to go in and cut the serpents head and tail off and the scorpion stingers in Jesus' name. Come out of him. Keep moving. The Lord Loose Jesus him. Christ rebuke you. You have no power here. You see, you're powerless. Lasciviousness, come out of him. Come out of him, lasciviousness. Manifest. Masturbation come out of his left hand. Loose him. Loose him. Come on. Loose him. You're defeated. Let him go. Loose him. Come out of his throat. Come out of his fingers. Come out of his throat. Come out of his throat. Come out of his saliva. Anal sex, come out in Jesus' name. Anal sex, come out of him in Jesus' name. Loose him. Loose him. Fornication is a sin against the body. No wonder why he's got cancer coming on his face. Get out of him, Jesus' name. We break your power right now. Cancel your assignments, demons. Come out of his tongue. We issue an eviction notice. Come out in Jesus' name right now. See all that lust. Come out of his tongue. Come on. Come on. Pour the blood of Jesus on his tongue right now. That craving for sexual impurity. Come out of him. Loose him. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Loose Thank him. you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I feel to be defeated, demon. We only begin it. The Word of God says to clean the house, sweep the house, put the house in order. He's going to be purged so he can serve the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what? There's nothing you can do about it because we have the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are battle axes. Now loose him and let him go. Move. I, Helios, come out of there. Inanna, come out in Jesus' name. Come on, move. Come out. Come let out. Him Lilith, go come out of there. The Lord Jesus of Nazareth. Lilith, come don't out. have authority in this temple anymore. He's confessed his sins. Now let him go. Let him go. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. It Your is hand, free. Come out of there in Jesus' name. Thou shalt call upon the name of thy Lord, and he shall deliver thee. That is the word. You feel that power, demon? It is written. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. As Michael, the archangel, said to Satan, the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. You're no higher than Satan. Now come out of him. Let him go. You're defeated by the power of the blood. You're defeated by the blood that was shed at Calvary for Chris. Feel the power of that blood. Feel the power of the blood. Angels pouring on them. 
That's right. We're pouring that blood on you. Feel the power we have in Jesus' name. A couple of pieces of dirt. We're destroying you right now from our position in the third heaven. We walk by faith, not by sight. Now come out of my brother. You're defeated. That's right, lust. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Let my brother go. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus, Stephen. How does it feel to be on your knees? Smack him down, angels. Right now I bind the strong man and all foul spirits and any of the witches that are listening to this program right now and trying to reinforce him. We command the um, the curses to go back on their head right now in Jesus' name. Come on to him right now. Loose him. Loose him. I take the sword of the Spirit and I sword you with it, demon, in Jesus' name. I sword you with it. I'm chopping you right now. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Angels of God, chop Chop those nests up in Jesus' name. Demon, remember that? Remember the stone? One angel pulled the stone back. Your whole kingdom pulled in place. You come out of him. We have power over you. Let him go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pour the blood of Jesus on Magical Hummingbird right now and also Rev Onyx. I just pour the blood of Jesus down their strong throats in Jesus' name. Come on, loose them in the name of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. Come on, hey, demon, I'm talking to you. Look at the Lord Jesus Christ. What's he telling you to do? Where's he telling you to go, demon? telling you to do, demon? We bind you. Be weakened by the blood of Jesus. You have no authority against us. Enough stuff, demon. Do you have a legal right or you're coming out right now? Let us know. Speak. Jesus Christ rebuke you. We have a name above all names. At the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow and tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now you loose my brother Chris. You are defeated. Now come out of him. What's that, demon? Angels, cut it off from the rest and bring it up. I talk about spirit that's caused him to shake and convulse. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. What's wrong? The name's too tough for you, demon. You tremble at the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can attack him while he's laying in bed. We're attacking you right now from opposition in the third heaven. Tourette's, come on here. Let's go. Let's go. Come out of my brother. Come out. Let him go. Dragon, you're going to be tortured day and night, you torturing spirits. Come out. Come out. Come out. All tormentors, come out of him in Jesus Christ's name. Every physical tormentor, every one of you that's attacking his physical body, we bind you right now. I break all the chains around them. That is coming to my brother as he sleeps or during the day. We break and cut it off him in Jesus' name. All the tears are sowed in him as he sleeps. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Spirit husband, spirit, loose him. You having a hard time, David? I told you the fun's only just begun. I cut all the silver cords of anybody that's manifesting against our brother to attack him through astral projection. I cut him in Jesus' name right now. I cut him. Cut all the labels. Curse against Chris. We put under Jesus. the blood of Jesus. Come on. Every oh, you cut a curse against his family line. We put it under the blood. Feel the we power of that blood. Come out. I pour the blood of Jesus into your th- stomach, brother. Come out of him. Loose his stomach. Come on. Let's go, lust. All you little lust spirits. 
right now down in his abdomen. Come out Lucifer. in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Send the angels of the Lord in with hammers and break the cockatrice eggs of all the baby serpents. I agree. Let the fowls of the air go in and eat them. Those witches that were tuning in couldn't hang around. The blood of Jesus was too much for them. Now you come out of him, foul spirits. Jesus' name. Move. Move. Come on. All the way up and out. All the way up in the name of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. You're defeated. Now move. We cut off Thank all communication lines between the demons right now, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We disconnect you from your power sources, demons, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise I wish the Lord to go in there and just start chopping at the roots of the strong man and start sorting the strong man right now. Start hacking away at it, in Jesus' name. <sighs> Angels of God, go in Freedom and take for free. weapons on, demon. and power, in you Jesus' can't name. fight us. Silver and gold we have ye not, but in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. He's free in Christ Jesus. Come on, lust. I command you strong no man. weapon formed against him. These demons right now. Loose them. Come Loose on, them. lust. Loose them. How does it feel to be defeated, lust? Answer How does it feel? Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. You unclean spirit, let him go. Let him Any go. were transmitted to the laying on of hands. We command you to come out of him in Jesus' name. Come out of yes. him. Yes. Come out of him. Move, 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 move. Come out of him. Kundalini, come out of him. All religious Mike, confusion, come, come out of his mind. Loose him. Come on, religious confusion, loose his mind. Come on. Keep going. Keep going all the way. All soul ties in churches that he goes to that have brought demons into him. We break and cut those in Jesus' name. Come on. Come out of him. All the demonic soul ties right now, we put them under the blood. Come on. Every demonic soul tie with those occult movies he watched. We break those soul ties right now in Jesus' name. Praise you, Jesus. Spirits that came in through Saul, come out of him in Jesus' name. Move. Come out. Move. Come out. Move. Come out. Move. How you feeling, Chris? Uh, I'm okay. What's going on? Uh, just yawning. Mainly yawning. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. God's sovereign. You know, Amen. sometimes... Sometimes when you're yawning, you don't really... By the pain in my cheek. What now? From the biopsy today. Mm-hmm. But I, I felt like some stuff was coming out through my ears, but I'm still hearing the... the what are you hearing? Ears and... What are you exactly hearing? Do you feel a little lighter right now? Uh, I can't really tell. Get up, walk around. Pain in my cheek. It's distracted me. Okay, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we ask you to send in angels right now to deal with pain. The spirit of pain. Pain in his cheek. Let's go. Loose him and let him go. All pain. All pain. Come out of his cheek right now in Jesus' name. Come on, Can't pain. I'm rebuke you in Jesus' name. 
Unloose the healing power of God in you right now. I command you to be healed in Jesus' name right now. Come on. Let him go. We command restoration to your flesh right now, that it, the cells are rebuilt in Jesus' name. Hey, Chris, are you uh, are you still hearing that tapping noise? Um, you mean on the wall? Yeah, you said the demon would uh, tap on the wall uh, to signal that it was still there. Um, I have to, like, I can't give an immediate answer because um, I haven't heard any tapping during the phone call. Okay, and what about your uh, right foot? You still having anything going on down there? That's my left foot primarily, but it moves to my right to attack sometimes, but it resides primarily in the left foot. Um, I feel some tingling down there right now. It's hard to say. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, are you, you have any other vibrations like in my left arm? Manifest. Your left arm still um, moving, yeah? Spirit Ohm, come out of him in Jesus' name. Right now, it's not. No. Oh, no, it's Ohm, not. come out of there. No, it's, it's not uh, moving you know, when we're praying. He just does that when, when you're praying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything that's fine. Right I feel uh, quieter. I pour the blood of Jesus down his throat right now, and I bind it with a threefold cord, and I ask angels I to choke, choke that thing right now. Bring it up right now with a hook. Come out of his left arm and left foot, in Jesus' name. Loose his ears. I pour the blood of Jesus in both your ears right now. Come up. Manifesting God, I... Spirit. That, but I heard uh, some things happening in my ears. Okay. you got to speak what you heard. Just uh, like decompression kind of stuff. Uh-huh. We used to fire the Holy Spirit to just go right there and burn anything out of your ears, your yeah. left foot, right foot, and anything in your cheek. We loose the healing power of God, the fire of the Holy Spirit, right down to that in Jesus' name. Be healed. You don't have any thoughts or anything going into your mind, do you? No, I don't. That's been uh, <clears throat> one of the difficulties. Um. I guess I've had during deliverance is everybody expects this thing to be uh, and use my vocal cords, but no, nah, that don't. That's not necessarily the way it works. Every deliverance is different. You know, sometimes yeah. you choke. Sometimes you get. When I got delivered from lust many many years ago at Hedwish, I choked and gagged for a solid hour. Then when uh, yeah. uh, Pastor Pastor Tao got a word from the Lord because I was being attacked years about seven years ago because uh, I had a traumatic thing happen in my life and uh, I had a spirit wife attacking me in my sleep. Yeah, and, that's what I've been having going on. Okay, and, you know, it actually came out by me uh, yawning and coughing for about five minutes and it was gone. It never came yeah. back. So, you yeah, know, God's guess, uh, sovereign. I guess they can uh, fake you out, too, because I've done a lot of vomiting, and it still had, you know, it still stayed. But mm-hmm. I know at some point it, it uh, was weakened from being on the inside to mm-hmm. seemingly primarily being on the outside. But, you know, part of it might still be on the inside, but it 
you can't literally okay my next as a pastor my next couple of questions for you brother because the first time you've ever met me do you fast at all i'm sorry you do are you a regular uh follower of jesus with prayer and fasting uh i just did my first seven day water fast a few weeks back praise the lord that weakened it during the fast, but as soon as I went off the fast, it came right it back. It came right back forward. on you. Came right back. Okay. Yeah. Are it you f- just like it? It's just like when I have to use the sleeping pills to sleep. You're taking sleeping pills to sleep. Yeah, I have to. It won't let me sleep. Whoa, 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 whoa! What kind of pills are you taking? Regular over-the-counter sleeping pills. Okay, over-the-counter sleeping pills. All right, white. Okay, all right. Now you did a seven-day water fast. How often do you fast? What? I said, how often do you fast? I said that's the first time I've done a, a long fast. Um, you don't have to do I a long a, fast. I did a twenty-four-hour fast yesterday, but the attacks okay. were too violent, so I had to get off of it. Well, it was attacking me too bad during the fast, and I couldn't handle it. Well, that's when we need to pray. You can't. First of all, getting attacked during the fast, you need to pick up a phone and call a brother right then and there and go to war. This is not a convenient time for most people to talk. Well, we'll figure that out. We're here to help you. Okay. You know, know, this is the first time I'm meeting you. Like I said. I, I minister to a lot of people all over the world right now, and, you know, I try to conveniently schedule things. But what I'd like to do with you is I'd like to get a couple of brothers, and we'll pray offline, and we'll do, like, a, all of us will do a 24-hour fast together or a two-day fast together, or as soon as you start manifesting, you get a hold of one of us, and we'll get right into the battle. You see... When that, when that spirit is up and manifesting, that's the time we want to attack it. So when, you, when, when it's down, what I've learned, and I've, I've been in deliverance for many, many years, but I've had brothers come here to our ministry, and they would yawn and yawn and yawn for six and nine months. And all of a sudden, one day, all hell broke loose. And they didn't yawn no more. They had demons screaming and cursing at us. You know, and I don't know how deep these spirits are. You Just by what Brother Shannon told me, you've been getting attacked relentlessly for quite a while now. Six months. Six months. So it's time to attack them. Amen? Yeah. Well, okay. I've been pretty proactive in attacking them, but... Well, I, I can I, hear it if you did a seven-day fast. What? There's a lot of pastors that have never done a seven-day fast. Yeah, it was water only for seven days. It it was hard to do. I was really sick and weak by the seventh day. Do you have any other infirmities, diabetes or anything like that? Uh, cancer, uh, potentially, but we don't know that now. Cancer's, um, cancer, the, the background of cancer, from what we've been learning in deliverance over the last several years, is, is demonic. And, I can believe know, it. I've heard it from other ministers. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a lot of material in our library on it. Because it's related to certain emotions and attitudes, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Have you ever been married? Uh, for six months. 
Uh-huh. She went back to her ex-husband. I think she was started to cheat on me. Uh, it was a long-distance relationship, and I had to live away from her and go to school. And then I was uh-huh. going to move to Canada. About six okay. months into that, about two months before I was supposed to move to Canada, she called me up and dumped me over the telephone. Wow. And I, I suspect she was rejection. going back. I suspect she went back to her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And he are you dating her or anything? What? Have you been dating at all since? No, actually, that's... Well, I was starting a date, and uh-huh. actually things are going pretty well from a worldly point of view. But I, I was out of the church for a while. He was backslidden. Okay. And, um, <laughs> yeah, but God loves the backslider. Yeah, and then uh, basically uh, I lost my job. I started getting heart palpitations and a heart problem that they couldn't pinpoint. And then two weeks later I I uh, lost my job. Um, and then uh, about another two weeks later I got diagnosed with the cancer. And then uh, I've been unemployed ever since, problems with my uh, face. So uh, I, how long? Uh, that's been going on since November of '09. Wow. Yeah, and, Any uh, family? I, I, I haven't had sex, uh, sexual relations for with anybody but, uh, of course, self-abuse for uh-huh. over, uh, ten, over 10 years. Okay. I can understand that. Now, when you say self-abuse, how often? Well, of course, it got worse um, as I kind of isolated myself and formulated some attitudes after my divorce about rejection. Of course. I already had had abandonment. So rejection is a big one here. I already had abandonment. Are you going to a fellowship somewhere? Yeah, I am. I rededicated my life again. Went to the Rock here in San Diego. Going to the uh, Rock Church in San Diego, right? Yeah, I go there primarily. I've visited some other churches. I've visited uh, a couple other ones, but uh, that's the one I go to. Okay. Okay. At least you're in fellowship. And, uh, you're hearing the word of God. I started to get into a, a sexual accountability group, but because of these attacks and my uh-huh. paranoia that I had and discomfort with the sensations of being attacked while I was actually at church. Really? It's hard for, it's hard, okay. it's hard for Tammy, me to go to church. Right that, that, well, we got it. We're talking yeah, sure. a lot. So we have. Now, the, you know, because I'm just starting to learn about you a little, Chris. That's why I'm asking questions. It's no, important I want you to you know, do that, yeah. Yeah, I want you to do that. Um, we want to help yeah, I you. Get a, I get attacked right at church. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that acid spray that I tell you about that they make really bad when they're mad. Mm-hmm. They did that during church even last Sunday. Wow. And I was praising the Lord and getting into it, but <clears throat> my joy, my joy is. Uh, I have to fight for the, the, the you know the little bit of joy I have. And it sounds like a frog or a lizard spirit. You know, I've been uh, I've been in the Word a lot, you know, and starting uh-huh. to memorize the Word better. But I have problems concentrating. You know, I have problems with my memory recall. 
okay. more and more over the past year, uh, especially since this has started. Okay. All right. Well, when are you available for prayer? Well, the best time to call me um, normally would be about 3 p.m. Pacific time because... As okay. I, well, I have, we, we have a brother. His name is Bill. I'm going to have him get a hold of you, Bill Harvison. He's in Arizona. He's on the same schedule as you. And okay. I will, I will get on the phone with him, and I'll let him set up all the... Uh, now, a schedule you where we can pray maybe one or two times a week until you get some real relief. Yeah, I work really gonna... hard to, to communicate well with uh, any ministers I work with as far as email. Okay, well, you listen, sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it's the men that are praying for you need to fast a long time. And Yeah, I, and, know, you know, I know that one guy said he was fasting, but in my heart I didn't believe him. Uh-huh, well, I don't know why I didn't believe him. I just didn't believe him. Wow. It doesn't matter. You know, God does yeah. answer prayer. Fasting does bring deliverance. Yeah, That's I know it does. I've read a lot of books. I've got books on fasting, so I've been, you know, investigating that thoroughly. I even bought a juicer so I can do juice yeah. fasts. Amen. But I haven't been as proactive as I should be because... Well, we're going to get you proactive in the Lord because God wants to use you as well as heal you. And, you know, I pray right now, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that that we lose the spirits of prayer and fasting into our brother, Father. That he would go about your business, Lord Jesus. That he would impart your voice, Father God. And Father, we bind the enemy in him right now. Because your word says this kind comes out only by prayer and fasting. Father, whatever came out of him tonight, Father, we praise and we give you all the glory. Father, because your word does not return void. But, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, your word is truth. Your word does not lie. Father, we thank you for our brother, Chris. We love Chris, Father, because he's created in your image and because you are his Lord and Savior. Jesus, you saved him. You loved him. You died for all his sins on Calvary. And, and Lord Jesus, your grace is sufficient, as you said to the Apostle Paul. But more so, you said, confess your faults to one another and pray that ye may be healed and that our sins are forgiven. And Father, I thank you tonight. I thank you for my brother Chris. I thank you for the uh, radio station that you've given Brother Shannon. And Father, let this, let this fellowship between the three of us turn into a fellowship that will be leaping and praising you, Father, forever heaven, but more so, Lord Jesus, that he would be used as a testimony for your honor and glory. Father, you said in your word, if two shall agree, well, Father, there's three of us agreeing, so we're praising and thanking you tonight, Father, for Chris's deliverance in Jesus' name. Amen. Shannon, Amen. bind them all up now, boxes. Absolutely. Father God, we thank you for our brother tonight. We bind and cage every unclean spirit that's in or outside of Chris right now. Lord, I agree with you. We bind him, and we forbid you foul spirits to communicate with one another, to do anything, to even communicate with our brother. You're forbidden from doing that. We pour the blood of Jesus into your cages, and we ask God for war angels being loosed around right now. Come down and sword these spirits, read the word of God to them, and sing praises of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your demons are going to remain bound and gagged. 
unless you manifest and leave. And if you leave, you're going to go to Tartarus, or you're going to stay down in the cage, one or the other, in Jesus Christ's name. And we loose the Holy Spirit to go in and fill all the voids in our brother, and let the Holy Spirit fire go in there and just start doing a clean sweep to burn these demons out in Jesus' name. And we loose the 21 spirits of God in our brother, power and love and a sound mind. In Jesus' name. I heard some of you demons leave. That was smart of you. The rest of you are going to remain bound and gagged, manifested, uh, marinated in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for what you're doing in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, Father. Amen. God bless you, Chris. I just shot your phone number uh, over to Pastor Costello, so we'll put you in the network. All right, brother? Yeah, and you have my email now, too. Got that. Yes, sir. uh, I'm also going to send you you my... uh, page with my art so you can look at my art. Oh, praise God. God. Just just so you can find out more about me. Sounds good. God bless you. Hey, I'll have Brother Bill give you a call tomorrow. I think these things have uh, also prevented me from prosperity because my art, for example, people are always complimenting it and telling me how good of an artist I am, but my work never sells. And so I think there's some kind of hindering or blocking spirit blocking me from prosperity. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put you into a prayer program with some brothers out here that are gonna be diligent in praying for you. And that's how it begins, brother. You know, we're to love one I really another. I appreciate you guys and love you guys because um I've been a lot of ministers who started up with me have abandoned me shortly thereafter. No, we're not about that. As I shared I've with got, uh, you know Shannon, that uh, I feel like some of them it was probably more about their pride than mm, maybe fear of the. You know, there's no pride in deliverance, brother. There's brothers around the country that have known me for years. One of them, I had to pray with him and stay with him for over five years on the phones, sometimes three nights a week till midnight. This is before I got on the radio with Shannon, and. And a lot of brothers and sisters that are part of our fellowship here in New Jersey, they've gotten to know me over the years. And we don't give up on anybody. And I can tell that. You know, and that's why I really appreciate you guys. And, and you know, God bless uh, you. You saw Shannon. Shannon had you sure. all night long on the phone praying, and he told me about you. And, you know, tonight we're just doing a live thing. We're celebrating his grandma's freedom into paradise with the Savior. She got promoted. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not even supposed to be on tonight. I came on because the other pastor that was supposed to be on, you know, when I tuned in, wanted to make sure Shannon was okay because I know Grandma passed. And I saw he was on here alone, and I called another brother up, and I said, you be there too in case Shannon needs any lifting, but, you know, Shannon's got the Holy Ghost. He just loves God. He knows the truth. You know, his grandmother loved the Lord. His grandfather loves the Lord. His mother loves the Lord. His brother loves the Lord. And you know what? Something, something gracefully happened to my brother Shannon today. The mantle was passed. And he's on fire. And everybody should have that fire. Yeah, and we pray that you have the fire of the Holy Spirit now. That God has brought you some brothers that are going to be your brothers. Because, see, Jesus said, I will never leave you or forsake you. 
And we're supposed and to imitate re- that. Yeah, I try to dwell on that scripture a lot. I do all the time because, you know what, when we're alone, when I'm battling demons in people and I don't have the answers, you know what I have to do? I have to weep and cry out to God to help that individual. And then when you get into fasting, when you fast for an individual, it's totally unselfish. There is no selfishness in fasting. It's humbling. You know, because yeah, you're is. giving up you're giving up for someone else is freedom. That's laying down your life for someone else. Yeah, for sure. Most Christians don't even understand the scriptures. Yeah, they don't. Hey Chris, um let me ask you a question here while we still even the line. Did you ever watch a series called Charmed? No. Okay. No, I Sam is like a little dust mite. Well, we got a uh, we got a tip everywhere. We got a tip out there from the chat room, and um, there's a demon uh, called Scabber. Scabber, you and our brother right now, come out of him if you are in Jesus' name. That's right. Foul, unclean spirit called Scabber, which sprays the acid. One of our listeners uh, found the name of it. Are you in there, demon? Come out of him in Jesus' name. Come out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Man, that acid that's being sprayed by the demons to turn around and revert and spray back in their faces in Jesus' name. Come out of him right yeah. now. Loose him. Come on. Loose have him chat and have him attack every other unclean spirit that's with his right. temple. We command those demons that have been spraying our brother with the acid to spray all the other demons, and that's your new job and assignment. That's in the Jesus' new name. job and assignment in the kingdom now. That's right. Loose him and let him go in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. You know, that's one good thing about the chat room. There's a lot of brothers and sisters that will sit in the chat room listen to the show. And some of them come up with some really good stuff because it's a body ministry. Amen. You know, you know everybody's man? different gifts. And some Everybody's get a Everybody's got gifts. And you don't know. We, we had that happen the other day in our ministry where another brother came in, said something, and boom, there was a manifestation. And, and, and you have to understand, deliverance, is a body ministry. Everybody that hears me, don't be ashamed that the Holy Spirit is giving you discernment and share it with everybody. The worst thing that can happen, Pastor Orley has said, is okay, you don't offend anybody if you shoot a blank. Because we're trying. We're trying to help people get to where they need to be, and that's free in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And warn your listeners not to watch that True Blood show. True Blood. The yeah, vampire, vampire vampirism. Show. Yeah, I, I was into that really bad before I got rid of all the movies. Vampirism, come out of him in Jesus' name. All demons of the flesh eat. You flesh eater family, come out of him in Jesus' name. Come on, flesh eating his face you. right now. Come out you. of him. You. Flesh come eater, on. come out of him. Come on, flesh eater, come out of him. Uh, Let's go. Come on, there it is, Sam. Look at this. We fought you come before. On. There's about 14 of you in that family. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Loose All him. flesh eaters, come off of his flesh right Gentle. now in Jesus' name. Come out of him. Hyena, come out of him. Come on. Loose him. Ravens, come out of him in Jesus' name. Flesh-eating yes. bacteria, loose him and come out of him in Jesus' name. Sucking the blood out of his flesh. Come out. Come on, let's go. Come, come on. on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, they just did another test on me, too. Just Mm -hmm. ran another test on me because they found I've had chronic kidney stones since my late 20s. 
Mm-hmm. And they did a, another test on me. They found blood in my urine, and they're mm-hmm. going to make sure that I don't have. Uh, they said they want to make sure at the VA that I don't have uh, bladder cancer. Mm-hmm. Well, we bind any spirit of infirmity, and we cancel any cancer assignments. And my brother, he's too young to go anywhere right now. He's he's we 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 bind premature death right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We lose long life into our brother. And VA, what what service were you in, Chris? Uh, Navy. I was in the Army. Okay. But I'm a little older than you. I was, uh, I got the tail end. I was in Vietnam on the ground for a short season. But, you know, I was overseas, so I know what it is to be in the military. Yeah, I was only in for two years. I went in later in life thinking that it might be a, a way to get into journalism, but uh, it never happened. So I started having health problems and sleep disorders, anxiety, blew out my knee, and uh, some other problems. Well, so you know I, what, uh, brother? Got my disability and got out. A blessing to meet you tonight. It's a blessing to meet you. Anyway, I always God bless you, Chris. God bless you. We'll be in touch. We usually tell people we'll be in touch within 72 hours, but I will have a brother give you a ring probably tomorrow. Introduce him. Okay, yeah, anytime after uh, 3 o'clock. Anytime after 1 p.m. Pacific is acceptable. I mean, I'll snap out of my fog if I'm in it. But. his like brother's a great brother. He's he's in deliverance. He's under the ministry, and he's he's just working diligently every day, trying to help brothers and sisters in prayer. And you'll say, really great brother. I love him. You know, I know what he looks like. He knows what I look like. Thank God for Skype. <laughs> Have a yeah. good evening, Chris. God bless you. Okay, God bless you guys. God Thank bless. you for your prayers, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Yes. That was uh, Chris from uh, San Diego. Uh, Brother Charlie, how are you looking for time? I'm okay. We've got uh, three calls holding, and if uh, you need help, call in because we're going off the live stream in three minutes. Uh, 917-889-2745. Let's go to this uh, number. Um, it's an unlisted number. How are you, brother or sister? Shannon? There you go. This is uh, Christopher, Christopher from uh, Far East, San Diego County. Hey, I, I know I have two Chris friends in San Diego. How you doing? You're Chris number one. That was Chris number two on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I met you first. How you doing? Oh, I got a breach in the wall. <laughs> Tell us about it. In fact, I have you. Uh, I wrote you on your on the list here. You and your son James. Um, tell us what's going on with you. We prayed with you the other night. That's right. That's right. How you doing, Pastor? Praise what's God, good, brother. What's the breach for you tonight? Well, um, the enemy. Yeah, right. That day that I was praying with you guys, there was a, a lot of blocking trying to go on. Uh, just something stupid about a bank card came up, and me and my wife were starting to get into it, trying to prevent, you know, me and James from getting on the phone. And then the next day, um, I was just trying to, we were just trying to talk about stuff, and then stuff came up again, just, just junk, you know. And um, then again today. Um, what's going on, brother? Don't say junk specifically. What's going okay, on? Okay, well, uh, let's see here. Um, we're just 
me and my wife are arguing, and then okay. now she's gone. Now she's like, "Well, I don't believe any of this deliverance, and th- and th- this is weird." And and uh, um. Okay, here. She don't believe in deliverance. Here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. Don't don't argue with her. Uh huh. Pray for her. Say, honey, go to the ministryofsalvation.net website. We just we just we're building it right now. Okay. And have her have her go to the deliverance video and let her watch a fifteen fifteen minute clip yeah. of a young a young Christian woman that was getting deliverance here. And when she's done watching it, ask her to explain to you what it was she just saw and heard. <sighs> okay. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, if you sometimes hear that, that, people. I'm sorry. Sometimes people have to see something, and then the Holy Spirit's got to minister to them, or have her go to one of the MP3 deliverance uh, uh, sound bites that we have that go on for two, three hours. We have several of them on there, and she could actually hear the live deliverance. And, you know... She, I nothing. play Omega Man throughout the house. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had... Uh, Derek Prince on. Um, I don't remember what else I've shown her. Um, Has she listened to some live deliverance, though, yet? Yes, she's heard me. Um, well, and, I, I haven't heard you, so I don't know. Uh, okay, uh, and she's heard some other ones, and she's listened. She sat there and listened. Mm-hmm. And I believe she's under attack by the enemy. I believe he he wants to break our family. Um, he okay, wants to break so me, obviously. Break your wife. Just love your wife and pray for her. Let me suggest something to you as a pastor. Don't try to push deliverance on your spouse. Right. You need to love her, okay? And you need to you need to be her husband. You're the head. And she has to feel comfortable with you. Sometimes people drive their family away when they push things on their family. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's better to love them and walk a walk of love and and pray for them and fast for them and focus on yourself, focus on your son. And little by little, you'll see a change in your wife. We have plenty of people in our fellowship that wouldn't come into this fellowship nine months ago. How's this? We have a, a young woman, 26 years old, that would not even walk in the same room as me for nine years. She got some deliverance last week. She was at fellowship on Sunday. And she took the piercings out of her belly and everything else. And now she has started coming to the fellowship. And nobody twisted her arm. We fasted three times a week for the last nine months, me and her father. Okay. I I believe that. I I believe that. Well, you know, it's not always about sticking up sponge down someone's throat. Sometimes you got to right. love them and pray and fast for them. You know, in Matthew, Jesus said you can move mountains through prayer and fasting. The mountains that the Word is talking about are the trials and tribulations of your life. Yeah, I, um, that, you're right, you're right. I, um, send me your, send me your uh, address, and I'll send you a couple of little booklets free. And it'll it'll explain what dying to self is all about, especially in the marriage. 
Okay. You know, because there's no sense to argue with your wife. Right. Jesus didn't say argue. Zip your lip. Even if you're right, zip your lip. You're dealing with the weaker vessel. Yeah. See, what we see as men in the spiritual, women comprehend only the things of the world. The Apostle Paul wrote about it. You have to understand, the Word of God is true. Yes. And when you study the Scriptures, Chris, you will see that everything in your life, I, you know, I know you're not as old as me, you got a 14-year-old, but as we grow older in the Lord, as we go back to the Word of God in the New Testament, we keep studying and looking at it, it's a reflection of life. It's already written. And when, um, when Christ, Christ says to love our wives like he loved the church, when mm-hmm. you get to that point, it, you know, I'm 58 years old. It's even hard for me at 58 not to start. I have learned now to zip lip. And, and the arguing started slowing down when I learned to zip my lip. I know I'm fresh at this deliverance, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's... Well, you got a zeal because you know it's real. Yeah. Okay? But and your zeal, your zeal has to be contained with patience, long-suffering, the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah, you know, this will solve all of your marital problems, brother. No, what, no, no, you, no. In fact, it may bring some problems on in the initial... Because, yeah, because the empty in the spouse is not happy. <laughs> uh, that's happening, that yes, uh, quite a bit. Um, uh, one one thing that can, with a lot of brothers. One thing I, I, I and I know this is just it's spirit of fear, and the devil's trying to mess with me with all these different things. Uh, we were going to a church. They don't believe in deliverance. They were telling me a lot of wrong things. She wants to go back there now, and I'm like. I can't, with good conscience, send the kids there and myself. And I said, I can't stop you. You know, if if you want to go, I can't stop you. But let her go. Okay. Let her go. In the meantime, you know what's going to happen? You get your boys and you get into fellowship, and mm-hmm. and pretty soon she'll end up back. You know. Yeah. Because I. I could see that starting to happen, and then the enemy like threw a wrench in there, trying to make me doubt and other stuff. But First I'm not gonna, all, I'm not gonna back down. I'm not gonna back down. Hold, hold your ground a minute, brother. Let me share this with you. Okay. Don't give in to Jezebel. Mm-hmm. Period. Because Pastor Worley, he 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 wrote a good thing in one of his books that he wrote. He said a, a godly woman. Is not going to force her husband to go to any church. A godly woman is going to submit to her husband and love her husband and pray for her husband so that God gives the husband direction. Mm-hmm. Okay? God's already given you direction. The Bible says you shall know the truth. The truth shall set you free. Mm-hmm. Your wife has fear. She wants you to go to a church that doesn't do deliverance, doesn't believe in it. Well... The Bible says to come out and be separate from them that don't do the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And in the end times, there's going to be doctrines of demons and apostasy going on in the house of God. 
having a form of godliness but denying the power. Yeah. Well, deliverance is a miracle ministry. And, and what I preach is if you're going to a church and they're not casting out devils, they're not healing the sick, and they're not standing up and giving testimony of what God has done for them, what are they doing? Amen. Yeah. Is they're like, well, as long as you just pray in Holy Ghost in front of church, and I'm like, well, some of these people, I'm not sure what they're doing most sometimes. Of them, most of them have false tongues. Yeah. I think 99% of the Holy Ghosters have false tongues today in the churches. Chris, did I did I recall you telling me that they, uh, they call people up to the front and they just tell you to start speaking in tongues? Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if I told you that, but yes, it did happen. It's, it's They're like... Um, that's you know, not received. You know, they kept they kept pressuring and pressuring and pressuring and pressuring, and That's and uh, laying hands and and stuff. And and it was like, as long as you've got the Holy Ghost, you know, you're good. Just uh, as long as you put your suit on, you come up in front of church. You know, you come to church Sunday and Tuesday and 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 stuff like that. I'm like, you know, some of this stuff seems to be okay, but some of it is something's wrong here. I just I knew God was telling me. I knew my life wasn't right in a lot of ways, but when God tells me something, he tells me. I mean, uh, I'm not I'm not against the, the speaking in tongues, but oh, absolutely uh, someone not. Told absolutely me, not. I don't know if it was you or someone else. I've talked to a lot of people. They told yeah. me that in one particular oh, church, they would call you up and they would come up and they would order you to speak in tongues. No, that no, that wasn't quite what was okay. going on. Um, but it, it felt like forced. Um, a lot of people, a, they, um, uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to give you an example. We had a sister in last week who went to a church where they laid hands on her and she spoke in tongues. I commanded the spirit of the tongue to come up here last week in front of her whole family. It spoke in a tongue, and in between the tongues, it was called to be a mother effer. What? Okay. And it was another Jesus spirit. Oh, it wasn't Lord. the Lord Jesus Christ. And we asked her when it came in, and they said, when they laid hands on it. Oh, Lord. So you have to understand something. There is another Jesus spirit. It was happening in the early church. Paul mm-hmm. wrote about it, spoke about it. What do you think it left? Yeah, yeah, right. You gotta have the yeah. spirits. There's the it's real, like, and then there's the counterfeit. Yeah, this is like the real, the counterfeit. Yeah, this is like you know old school, almost like old school Pentecostal. You know, everybody's wearing the suits. The women have the long hair and stuff, but they want nothing to do with the head covering. That's not they're like that's not re- that's not true. It's the woman's long hair, and it's just but everything that's a has. Lie. It is. I, it's so true. You know what happened the other night with Shannon and me? We were praying with a woman. Saturday night. She's 66 years old. I said, Sister, do you have your head covered? She says, no, my hair is my covering. And I turned around and said, please, could you just submit to me as a pastor and cover your head? Shannon, tell them what happened. She she covered her head and the uh, demon of Jezebel manifested, didn't she? Oh, that's right. I remember hearing about that. Oh, Jesus. Was that the one, brother? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shannon went on to do three hours of deliverance because I was tired. Oh, wow. So, you know, 
and, and if you listen to Roberta, I think we got her on, on uh, many of all the sisters in our fellowship here in New Jersey all have Jezebel spirits, had Jezebel spirits, and every one of them manifested, and every one of them even have a video we're going to be putting up at Jason on the website soon. And his demon was so mad when the women had their heads covered. He was cursing at them and telling them to take the head covering off. Now, what does that tell you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Chris, you just did battle, man, to take territory back in your life from the enemy. That's right. And the enemy's angry. He's going to come back and attack you, and you've got to stand your ground. <laughs> That's what I was telling the kids. Stand your ground. Love That's what your I was telling. Wife. I got four kids. That's what I was telling the kids. And I'm maintain like, it. They're not happy about this, but I then can't Then you're going to take back. some more territory. And so they'll work. Back. They will work to whoever's closest that can be your spouse. Now, if wait you're, a minute. How far are you from Pastor Monty's church? Um, that's in Ventura. I'm at the far south eastern How part of Tango County. Though? Um, about two hours. Couple, no, like I'd say at least three, maybe four. Even if you went there once every month or once every two months, you would benefit. Get up early. Uh, you know, leave early. Go have breakfast somewhere and go to the church service. Try it once a month or something. Arizona might month. be an easier drive for me. Well, Arizona, I don't know who's in Arizona. Oh, I thought you said you had someone there. Oh. We have someone in Arizona, but he's single out with his wife until he gets a ministry up and going out there. Okay, okay. Monty, well, then I'll go up Monty, north. Monty, Pastor Monte is a good brother. Shannon and me met him at the oh, yeah. conference. And That's the one on the a, website? He's, yeah, he. Uh, yeah, it's he on the links. He worked with uh, under Win Worley, he so he knows ordained, what he's doing. Okay. Yeah, he was ordained by Pastor Worley. Okay. And, you know, I met him and I prayed with him at Hackwish with people. He loves the Lord and he's really a good, godly pastor. I will. I will do and, that. I will. He wrote a lot. Of, he wrote a lot of books on deliverance. I didn't. Oh, I didn't know good. he wrote books. Okay. Yes. Yes. He, he he's rock solid. He's he wouldn't be on Shannon's site if he wasn't solid. That's one thing I noticed, and, and I appreciate that. Shannon, all no the fate. brothers that Shannon's had on that site, even some of the ones that aren't on the site anymore, there's a lot of good brothers, and there's some good sisters, too. We just mm-hmm. we just feel that we stick with the Word of God, and the mm-hmm. sisters have a great responsibility in God's Word and in the church, but they're not to be pastors. I, I yeah, that's that's not the way God set it up. God set his order up. It's there in the epistles and if you want to call God a liar you can talk to him about it when you get before him. Yeah, it doesn't make them lesser or anything. No, it doesn't. They're equal in the spiritual realm. They're just not in charge in the house of God. Yeah. You know, and everybody wants to use the word Priscilla and Deborah. They weren't pastors. Priscilla mm. was a prophetess, mm-hmm. not a pastor. And, and, you know, unfortunately, we're in the day where Jezebel reigns in the United States. Uh, indeed. That's the number one principality uh, over the United States, according to um, John Ramirez, the third highest-ranking devil worshiper in Santeria, New York. Not I only that, Dan, uh, years ahead. ago, every, every demon that we were interrogating told us, you know, 
Don't you know that Satan's got a little Jezebel in all these women? Because mm-hmm. they've 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 turned against the word of God. Mm-hmm. They want to wear the pants. They want to be the head. They don't want to be the helpmate anymore. Mm-hmm. Look at society. Here, you got one living in your house. Your wife. The way it is. Get used to it. It's a spiritual yeah. war. Love your wife. Don't love what's operating in her. That's all. You can't get mad at her. You right, bind the spirits. Or every time anything starts, say, I love you. I'm not going to fight with you. I love you. God told me to lay down. And you know what? Even if you got to get up and go to a... Just to say, hey, look, this week I'll go with you to fellowship. Put the blood over yourself before you go into place. And mm-hmm. say, hey, honey, I went with you this week. Go with me up to Pastor Monty's. Just go one time. Let's go see what it's about. I'm afraid. Well, I, I, well, yeah, I am. I'm afraid because they want to suck you right back in. They're like, "Oh, you got it." They're like, "He's like the pastor. Like, you made a commitment." I'm like, "Well, yeah, I didn't know." No, no, you made a commitment to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And they say, "Well, if you're going against the Lord," I'm like, "I made a commitment to God. I want to do what the Lord wants me to do, not yeah, not what you want me to do. You're a man. You're a man, buddy. He's yeah. like, you got to follow the man of God. You have to follow the man of God." I'm like, this yeah. doesn't make sense, you know? I'm you like, know I'm not trying to there's, be a... I'm not trying to do my Chris, own thing. Chris, there's many men of God, so if you're going to follow a man of God, then follow pastors that preach and teach deliverance. I'm sorry. I, I get frustrated. I'm sorry. Don't get frustrated. You're allowed to. <laughs> you know, you're frustrated because you're battling, you know, a situation in your own home with your wife, and as a pastor, I'm telling you, you got to love her. You're right. And I will. Just love her. Don't argue with her. If she starts to argue, what does the Word of God say? Better to live on the corner of the roof than with a quarrelsome wife. <laughs> true, true. Well, the Word don't lie. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> God didn't put it in there. He warned us. Yeah, he did. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and, and you got to learn to love them where they're at. And the Word of God tells you why you have to love them, and it tells you why they're the weaker vessel. Just study the scriptures. Amen. And hey, you're talking about playing something in the background. Get the uh, King James Bible on CD, brother, and play it in your house. Yeah, Mm. forget playing Derek Prince and all that. Keep praying the Word. Get the Word of God, brother. That's what Mm -hmm. needs to be saturating your atmosphere there. Mm -hmm. The Word Mm -hmm. of God. You know, many people like to write books. Many people like to tell stories. All, all of the books give testimonies. Praise God. We overcome them by the blood of the Lamb, the yes. word of our testimony. But the real thing that the demons hate the most is the word of God. Amen. Because it renews your mind, man. It'll renew yeah, her mind, too. She won't even. She may not even realize what's going on. Yeah, I have to realize. I keep telling myself she doesn't know. She do, you know, I the things that I see, she doesn't see, and I can't make her see them. I, no, you know, only the Holy Spirit. Can bring her to the right. truth. Ask God to take the scales off her eyes and loose the Holy Spirit uh, to to bring her to Him. Hey, I hope you got a little peace tonight. Yeah, just in fellowship. See, sometimes you need to just get with a couple of brothers in fellowship. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, thank you, Jesus. I just, you know, it's just you really, you just said the, the Lord 
had you say the right things at, at the right time, and it's just, I just thank you. I just oh, thank the Lord. God, you know, you know it, he says, I will give you utterance. You know, when, when we've been serving God and just trying to help brothers and sisters, he always gives us the utterance and the direction from his word to share with one another. But see, your job is to love your wife. You know, the greatest example was Shannon's grandfather to me the other night. His wife was suffering. Now she went home to be with the Lord. But when she started suffering a few years ago, he stopped the missionary work. And he said, my wife was my first ministry. Mm -hmm. and, and that brought tears to my eyes. Yeah. Because that's a godly man telling you his position in Christ. And that's right. to love his wife like Christ loved the church. church. So when you really get that into your being, you've got to understand that, does it, you know, and I used to argue with my wife, but you know what? The more I get into the Word of God, the more I can't argue with her. I sure did a lot of better on the phone today. I was reading the Word today. I was looking at First Peter and Second Peter, and mm -hmm. I just, I can tell when I was on the phone, you know, it was a lot better. We still got into it, but it wasn't, you know, a shouting match and stuff. It'll get better. Just look at her. Put your arms around her and say, you know what, honey? I'm sorry. I love you. Mm -hmm. You know. And I'll do a Bible pray. study with her. Yeah. What's that? Learn the kids and do a Bible study. Just yeah. Here. We did that the other. Do, we did that yesterday. We're awesome. read the first. Look, yeah. Read the first. Read the first chapter of Mark to her, and then go to her. Hey, honey. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. For sure. So that means everything that he was doing here, we can do. Mm -hmm. And then go to Mark 16 and read that to her. Let like 16, 17? Yeah. Huh? 16, 17. Mark 16, 17. Yeah, signs that shall call them and bleed. Mm -hmm. They shall cast out devils. <laughs> That's right, but bring her in the first chapter yeah. of... Mark and illustrate how Jesus fasted, went into the wilderness, the devil tempted him, he came out, and everything he did in that first chapter is why he came to destroy the works of the devil. And all those things he did, and then as you continue to sit down with her and the children and study the gospel of Mark, over and over again, he's going to be healing the sick, casting out devils, and then his disciples are going to be doing that. Mm -hmm. See, they don't teach all this in the church today. No, they don't. They bury it. I grew up Lutheran, <laughs> and then well, moved I got, on from there. But I got some great books of Lutheran pastors that casted out demons. Really? Yes. Huh. Amen. But not now. I'm talking about centuries ago. But we have material uh, like that. And then now, the last guy... Uh, Ken Olson, I got his book in my other room on the shelf. He left the Lutheran Church because God showed him that he was a psychologist and he was a Lutheran hmm? pastor. He had to leave the Lutheran denomination because God showed him that deliverance was real. And he That's couldn't stick. And I've got a very close friend of mine who's a Lutheran pastor all my life. Mm -hmm. And he actually helped me do the deliverance. Wow. Oh, so he don't. He didn't understand it. Uh -huh. He don't speak in tongues. Uh huh. But he was there in the name of Jesus, commanding the demon out with me. Amen. So, that know, reminded me. You, I was, oh. 
It reminds me, I was looking at about Luther, and he his he had I believe he had his wife wear a head covering, or she, or she did, or something to that effect. Listen, for 1950 years, the women covered their heads. Yeah, it's all changed. Yeah, when the hippie movement started in this country. Right. This is this is a new thing. This long hair is the covering. And it's all modern theologians that have put that in the modern study Bibles. If you go back and you study the, the King James and the Greek Hebrew translations, two different words in the Greek for the head covering and the hair. Mm-hmm. That, and, and I have teachings that I can send you That'll really clear up, you know, your your might your wife might have to listen to all five CDs before she gets it, but it'll help her understand how it really was mm-hmm. and how the translations got messed up a little. I see. And you know, I've I've interrogated demons, and the demons told me that I'm preaching the truth, and that. That they put all this in the minds of the theologians that wrote the study Bibles. Field oh, intelligence. Lies. <laughs> intelligence from the field. <laughs> well, well, theologians are trying to tell That's you right. what God is talking about. Yeah. And who are they? They're just mere men. Right. You know, the Holy Spirit is the author. He's it's the one word of God, yeah. He is the power of the Word of God. Mm-hmm. He's the one that everything points to Jesus Christ. And you know what? I don't care what, what the pastor of a church says that doesn't believe in deliverance. He's going to answer to God. True. 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 That's the bottom line. You know what? I've been casting out demons for 26 years in Jesus' name. Most churches don't believe in it. That's not my problem. Right. I can well, only do what God... God showed me. He didn't make me do this and serve him in this ministry because it wasn't his. It's his ministry. That's the way it is. That's right. You know, and we're kicking out demons every day, not once a week. Mm-hmm. My wife called me a nocturnal person now because I'm up late at night. <laughs> you know, because I'm here. We're on the phone with you and <laughs> 11.25, and, and I thought, you know, Shannon knew I wasn't coming on the phones tonight. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what what I was doing and what God had planned is two different things. Amen. 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 <laughs> well, praise the Lord, brother. I hope this helped you, this conversation. Absolutely. We'll be talking to you soon. Do me a favor. Email me your address. I'll put something out in the mail to you. Charles J. Costello at Hotmail.com. Okay, I will. And, and you'll see that I do what I say. And you'll get something in the mail, and I hope it blesses you and your family. I appreciate that, and, and God bless you. And, Shannon, I'm, I've got my hearts with you, with your situation. I got, praise God, brother. God bless you. Thank you. And uh, if you guys need anything, just give me a call, you know. We're going to keep on working with you, brother. Yeah, I, and I'm here to help you guys, too. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Tell we'll James we'll help you, so. God bless you. God bless you guys. God bless. Bye-bye. That was our brother uh, from San Diego, 
Uh, we've got about 30 minutes remaining. Uh, 281 area code. You're on the air with Pastor Costello. Hello? Uh, 281. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. Thank this, you for holding uh, this, this is uh, such a clear line. I'm just uh, surprised to uh, to be talking to you guys. I've been listening to you all for a, a couple of hours now. Um, well, I just have, have been in this struggle now for a number of years, and I got into the New Age. I got initiated into the New Age in April, about six years ago this month, in April 2005. It was a group called the Mankind Project, and uh, it was a mixture of Indian sweat lodge junk and naked dancing and um, just a variety of Wiccan and, and uh, New Age mixtures of everything you could believe that would be damaging to your soul. Mm-hmm. And besides, I'm, I'm 40 now, and besides all of the other stuff, baggage that we bring into life and there was some uh, other occult and things that I had been involved with, uh, just stuff like Ouija board or light as a feather stuff or trying to be a psychic at times in, in growing up or whatever, watching and having an interest in um, horror books and movies and, and that kind of thing. But certainly the door is thrown wide open after um, my involvement in witchcraft and in the, in the New Age, as well as I subsequently, I, see, I, didn't, I didn't realize I was even in the New Age while I was doing it. I was a member of a Baptist church and I a friend talked me into joining this, this spiritual healing group, you know, and uh, um, you guys still there? Yeah, yes. I hear somebody okay. ringing in the background. Oh. Okay. Uh, let's see. You still there with me, brother? I sure am. Okay. I, I lost uh, Brother Costello. Uh, okay. St- stand by a second. Sure. Um, let me Let me start with this. What's your first name, brother? Greg. Greg, okay. Greg, I'm just taking a note here. Um, so, Greg, you mentioned Mankind Project. Um, yes. You mentioned being involved in some uh, new age, like the Ouija board, light as a feather, so forth. Do you know Jesus as your Savior? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so what you need to do is basically is uh, just repent of some of this stuff. Uh, when you repent, the yeah. Lord will forgive you. And anything that came in, we command to come out. Yeah. Let me give you a little background. Um, Absolutely. Give us some more details. We'll know how to pray. Sure. I have been to a number of deliverance ministers, and I have have scoured the Internet to get rid of these demons. I have repented of everything that I could possibly think of. Um, Went through every renunciation prayer five times. Hang on. I'm just patching Brother Charlie back in. Sure. Hello. Hey, Brother Charlie, I lost you. I apologize. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, Greg, okay, so you said you scoured the Internet. You've uh, Who have you went to see in the deliverance ministry to pray for you? Um, a, a gentleman by the name of Don Dickerman Ministries in the uh, Texas area. Sure. Yeah, he's uh, not good. Okay, who else? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, what happened with Don Dickerman? Actually, I received uh, the first few times that I went to him, I received some definite um, breakthroughs. Before that, I was mm-hmm. just like there a few pre- two previous callers named Chris from San Diego. He's like tormented all the time. That was yep. my situation. Yep. But before I went to see him, in my first general uh, deliverance experience was with uh, Brother Don. Um, mm-hmm. 
And uh, I, about a week before I, I went to his session, uh, I was vomiting and, it, you know, everything. It was like hell breaking loose and things were breaking off me even before I went, you know, there. Okay. But uh, I went there and I went on a number of different uh, different occasions as well as a few other ministers, uh, uh, people around the Texas uh, region. Yes. Uh-huh. And, um, and I just got to point where I was like hitting a wall and I wasn't breaking through, you know, it was it was not the same degree of breakthroughs I was having before. I was still suffering and it seems like stuff was like a revolving door. What's happening and, to uh, you right now, Greg? Um what kind of attacks are coming against you? A lot of stuff is manifesting in the area of my genitals, um, my sexual organs. Are you being uh, uh by spirits tonight? Are they having uh sex? Yeah, all the all the time, really, but mainly okay. m- more so at night. How do you um, think it got in? Did you have any any problems with internet porn or? Um, no, not right now. I did, you know, a number of years ago, but again, I've renounced and and it, there may still be some there, but I certainly have not been looking at that. Are you now single? I have a married right now. I'm single. Okay. Have you had any? Um, have you been married before? Have you had any sex uh, outside of marriage? Any fornication? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, but, uh, sexual ties there. Yeah. Now, I think I've probably addressed that a million, about fifty times. You know, but whatever the Lord wants to bring up tonight, and that's fine. If, if there's, it certainly, I know that soul ties are damaging. I'm very familiar with it, and uh, and if, if that's something that comes up, praise God, let's let's get it done. Well, you got to understand something. I'm going to share this. You've been involved with a lot more than just, uh, you know, physical lust and all that. Everything yeah. you're telling me, you've been involved with witchcraft, new age. You know, you went... Yeah, the reason I have a red flag comes up in my head with uh, Don Dickerson, because I have his book, uh-huh. you know, and... He was promoted by Peter Wagner and Doris Wagner, and they're all part of the Manifest Sons of God, and they're all part of the false movement that's going on in the body of Christ. Yeah, Don Dickerman's not a part of that. He might oh, have okay. been. Yeah, he's not a part of that Manifest Sons of God. He's a. In fact, he's been in prison ministry for decades, and only. Uh, okay, I don't know the brother. I just know that all those people were endorsing him. Okay. And. Yeah. You know, if you're tied to them, you know, and I don't know the man. Yeah. The same big red flags uh, come up with me when I hear those names that you referred, though, absolutely because of their involvement with uh, Todd Bentley and Lakeland and, and you right. name it. So, Paul Kane, all of them. Does exactly. Dickerman believe you know? a Christian can have a demon? Absolutely, yeah. He, okay. That's okay. his job. He, he runs a deliverance ministry, and he sees people daily. And, um I, you know, I love Brother he doesn't charge. But he doesn't charge for ministry, does he? Um, he didn't for a, a, a many years until the past couple of years. He's, like, asked for a, a gift, um, you know, a, whatever gift you might be able to, to give. I forgot what, you know, I don't know. But Wait a minute. He's, a re- asking, he's asking for a gift? Uh, I don't want to misquote. You know that wouldn't be right to do. Well, you were there. You would know. I'm just asking you, so I know. You know. At the time that I was, no. 
Okay, I good. Never, I, I, I have offered, I gave him a gift offering, but it wasn't something that he asked for at the time. Yeah, some of these ministries out here, they say suggested offering. I know people who have came here and called us for prayer that they've paid up to $3,000 to get deliverance, yes, $400. You can go on deliverance.com, and some of them people on there charge you $50. you got to pay PayPal before they even pray with you. Yeah. I think we don't um, we don't charge it. You know, we are freely received. We freely give, and uh, we, we're asking it just so we can have a little bit of intelligence, because that's not the first time we. I just talked to another brother the other day. He spent three thousand bucks. People um, came out and charged him for deliverance. Um, well, that's, that's that's you know that that's yeah, wrong. That's, that's that that we don't charge. Yeah, but amen. It, did uh, they do any interrogation of the demons when you when he prayed with him? Yeah, when he prayed with you, did your demons talk to him? Um, I mean, they talked in my mind, and uh, and I would, re- you know, refer. I would convey that whatever's happening in, okay, in my good. mind. Okay, good. Okay, and he would, you would tell him what they were saying. Okay, good. Right. That's good. That's good stuff. I so your demons talk-, talk in your mind. Okay, what time is it? We got time. Let's go. Let's go after these. This is the start. Why don't we uh, do a first round, brother? You want to go after it? Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to go after lust because that seems to be the most bothersome part of you right at the moment. Amen. How often are you masturbating? I want the week. Mm, that's better than three times a day. Amen. <laughs> if you do three times a day, you got a problem. <laughs> no, I get people that come to me that got real issues. Yeah. You know? but that's that's but still too much. For once I don't a, like it. Once a week is no good either because it's the flesh and it's it's... I call them critters. Okay, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come together on behalf of our brother Greg. We ask you to bind a strong man and all three of us right now. Father, we ask you to cut off all the communications in the heavenlies between his strong man and, and the powers and principalities in the air. Father, we ask you in Jesus' name to send sufficient legions in right now to bind up every unclean spirit that's hanging out free roaming in his home and take them to where Jesus Christ is sending them. And Father, we ask you in his behalf, our brother Craig, that you would give him the desire of his heart tonight, get that freedom that he needs, Father, that only you can do for him. Lord Jesus, we come to you humbly and we pray. We ask you, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, bind that strong man so tight, cut off his communicate, loose confusion, loose civil war in this temple, Father. And Father, let this be done for your honor and glory. We pray this in Jesus' name. Ed Shannon, you can start. With We're talking to you, Lord. demon, right now. We're not talking to Greg. Manifest right now. Come out of him in Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord. I Jesus cut off all lines of communication between the demons. You're forbidden to talk to each other. And we cut off your lines of power and resupply. Manifest, demon. Incubus, succubus, Asmodeus. Come out of him in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I agree. You foul and clean spirit of lust. Come out of him. Manifest. Fortune teller. Paul Chocolate. Fortune teller. What's your name? What's your what's your what's your job in Greg? Angels, go bring this steam and it cut Fear. it up. Cut it, it off from the rest. Fear. Excuse me? Fear. Fear from what? Dreams. I break and cut all witchcraft that's coming through Chris's, through excuse me, through Greg's dreams. I break and cut it off him in Jesus Christ's name. Any tears have been sowed in him, 
I command you to come out of him in Jesus' name. Father, Master Jesus and all the other New Age spirits, we command them to start loosening him right now in Jesus' name. We cut all soul ties between him and the Mankind Project and those organizations he was involved in the New Age. Father God, we, we break and cut those soul ties, remit those sins in Jesus' name. Come out of him. Manifest. In Jesus' name. Come on. Come on, Lord Jesus Christ. Rebuke I you. want to talk to Fortune Teller. Was that you speaking, Demon? Yes. Yes. Will that answer stand in the judgment? I just heard no more. We command no more. of witchcraft that came in through fortune telling, light as a feather, Ouija board. We bind you with a threefold cord. Manifest. We want to talk to you in Jesus' name. Yeah, they're saying stop, and they're saying stop, and no more. That's what they're saying. Yeah, well, we're coming after them right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Manifest. Fortune telling. Let's go. Look okay. at the Lord Jesus Christ, demon. Hey, Stephen, quit talking to him, and you talk directly to us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have power and authority over you. You know who we are. We're servants of the Most High. Now come out of him. Loose him. Loose him. Doorway. You, you manifest Doorway. in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Doorway. Father, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, send the angels with hooks and pull this unclean spirit up. Let's go. Witchcraft, occult, black magic, sorcery, divination... Tarot card, fortune teller. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Listen. Listen. It's saying doorway to me. Okay. What's the doorway, demon? Can you speak to us? You don't speak to him. Loose his tongue right now. Angel is talking to Demon, you speak directly to us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bind you to this confession in Jesus' name. Drums. Drums. Right now, I'm talking to you, you foul and clean spirit. I bind you in Jesus' name. Father God, I'm asking that you would fragment the mind and souls of these demons, and you would spin their heads around. I lose blindness and confusion on all the demons in Jesus' name. Loose them. Come out of him right now. We want to talk to you, unclean spirit. Speak for yourself. We're not talking to Greg. We're talking to you, unclean spirit. What are you hearing in your mind, Greg? The saying that he the doorway is drums that he came fortune telling came through drums like banging on drums pagan pagan drum banging and so forth. He's the demon is telling you in your mind right now that he came in through um, drums, so he's indicating some kind of generational curse. No, Demon. when I was in the New Age, a New Age practice is for them to get people to get around and, and to bang on drums and conjure demons through drums. Did right, you? that's what all voodoo is. New Age is similar to voodoo. Hey, Greg, let's just run out and say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I repent. I repent. For all New Age occult practices I was involved in. I repent for all New Age occult practices that I was involved in. All witchcraft, known or unknown. All witchcraft, known or unknown. I repent for invoking demons with drums. I repent for invoking demons with drums. I repent for being involved in the Mankind Project. I repent for being involved with the Mankind Project. 
For playing light as a feather games. For playing light as a feather game. Ouija board. Ouija boards, Bloody Mary, and everything else. Uh, did you see a fortune tell or play with tarot cards? Um, I've had my palm read before. I don't remember ever going to okay, a all palm reading. Let's go all palm reading. I repent of all palm palm reading. I renounce it. Divination. All divination. Divination. Uh, I should give you. I should give you guys uh, uh, some background. After having been involved with the New Age, I I kind of just got. I just stopped going. I didn't realize. It, I didn't even realize that at the time that what I was doing was wrong. And uh, I got back involved in my church, and um, and I started having supernatural kind of coincidental experiences uh-huh. by way of the demons that I've allowed in my life. And I yep. started thinking uh-huh. that I was. I thought I was. Think, I started thinking that I was like a end time prophet, like a mess, messianic delusion stuff started happening. And uh-huh. uh, so I think that could be a big hold of the. We command all end time and religious mind control to loose you right now. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Yes. Religious mind control and another Jesus spirit. We just the new age Jesus. Come out of him. Loose him. Cult Come mind binding. End time mind control. Mind binders. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Come on. Rebuke you in Let's Jesus' name. Let's go. Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Come out of him. In Jesus' name. Come on. Loose him and let him go. It came in, in the, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Drum playing. Ouija board. Fortune teller. Palm reading. Divination. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Loose him. Come on. Yeah, come out. Loose him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. Come out of my brother. We're not playing shit. Come on, manifesting go. For yourself. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Loose hey, him. demon, what are you, afraid to talk to us? you got to go in between? You know, we're going to get you. Lord Jesus Christ said, we have power over you. Hey, you come out of him. That demon that was All those demons. Hook yeah, that demon that was talking that said for us to leave him alone. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. I come pray the blood of Jesus. Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Drink it and come out. Get up here in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come out of him. Hey, demon, in let Jesus us name. that we're operating under our commission. We're seated with the Lord Jesus Christ in the highest of the heavenlies. That puts us high above Satan and high above every one of you. Now manifest and come up right now in Jesus' name. You come up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bind you to our authority in the third heaven. Loose the angels of the Lord are going and... And our brother Greg, at his lowest point, take the sword of the Lord and start stabbing the demons up and out. Stab Drive them up. Drive them up in Jesus' name. Destroy. Drive them up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come forth, demon, in the name Drive of the Lord Drive them up, Jesus. angels. Drive them up. No rest for the wicked. How's Come it feel being manifest. I pour the blood of Jesus down every foul and clean spirit's throat right now. Drink it. Drink it. Take the blood right now. Come out of him. You come out of him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, manifesting God. Father, we stand in the gap for our brother, and we break all ungodly soul ties between anyone he's ever slept with and any person he's ever been involved in with the occult and witchcraft. And we command those demons right now to come out of them, him right now, in Jesus' name. Man, in Jesus' name. Come on, loose them. Loose them. I break all hexes, vexes, curses, spells, witchcraft off him. I send it back to where it came from in Jesus' name. Loose them. Incubus and succubus, come out of him. Asmodeus, spirit of wife, come out of him. Come out of him. Come on, manifesting go. He's the same. That unclean spirit that got him masturbating once a week. He doesn't want you. He said it when he got on the phone with us tonight. Come out of him. You come out of him in Jesus' name. Let him go. See, sex, come out of him in Jesus' name. Nephilim, 
you come out of him right now in Jesus' name. Let's go, Nephilim. Nephilim, come on. Let's go. Come on, move. Move. I've got a spirit called Jasmine that has been coming up, and just, they just tell me their names. I've heard of Jasmine. Okay. Jasmine talking to you manifest right now. Jasmine, you speak to us in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Lord your Jesus tongue Christ right you. In Jesus' name. Come on, Dina. What authority do you have to be in Greg? What's your ground? Blood. What kind of blood? What kind of blood? Pardon me? Thor. Blood is the Thor? You came in through a doorway of blood sacrifice, Jasmine? Will that answer stand in the judgment? Answer the question. Stop. Not stop. Will that answer stand at the question? Did that blood... Did you come in through a blood sacrifice? Did did Greg make a blood sacrifice with anybody in the New Age? Greg, were you involved in any blood sacrifice rituals? No. Okay. Anyone in Greg's family do a blood sacrifice, Demon? Answer the question. Speak in Jesus' name. I just heard Army. There was um, a practice I did in the Army um, of, of airborne wings where you give somebody blood wings. You put, pin the wings on the person's chest and you'd hit them in the chest with the wings. Just, and, you know, and the blood, and you sprout a little blood? Right. Okay. All spirits of bloodletting that came in. Let's go. Come out of him now in Jesus' name. Come on. Anything came out of your open door? Come out. Was that your door, demons? Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. We stand in the gap for this brother, and we rent the sins of the fathers, going back to Adam and Eve on both sides of the family. Anything that came in through blood sacrifice, witchcraft, adultery, fornication, alcohol, drugs... Witchcraft, sorcery, we break and cut it off him in Jesus' name. All blood brother curses out of him in Jesus' name. Loose him. All oaths requiring the blood come out of him in Jesus' name. Manifest, demon. Come on, demon. Jasmine, we're talking to you. Manifest. Well, loose the angels of the Lord to go in and find Jasmine and put a hook in it and bring it up in Jesus' name. Manifest. Yes, Father, I agree. Come on, demon. Puke you in Jesus' name. You have to come out of my brother. Be weakened by brother. He doesn't want you. He's confessed you as sin. Now loose him. Loose him. We bind Jasmine with a threefold cord. Angels of God tighten it around its neck in Jesus' name. Jasmine, we're talking to you right now. Do we have power and authority over you? Answer the question. Father God, point your finger at Jasmine, we ask. No more. No more. What did he say? No more. No more. We have power and authority over you, don't we? Answer the question. Jasmine, look at the Lord Jesus Christ. Where is he telling you to go? Go 
where two or three are gathered, Jesus is in the midst. Angels of God, take jasmine, bind it hand and foot, put it on its knees and before the Lord Jesus Christ. Make it look at the Lord. Jasmine, say, I, Jasmine, am defeated by the blood of Jesus. Speak. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. All deliverance blockers loose our brother Greg right now. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Loose him. All spirits interfering with the demons speaking, come out of him in Jesus' name. Come on, demon. Father, just have the angels go in and torment this tormentor. We ask this in Jesus' name. Father, no weapon formed against Greg shall prosper. Your word will not return void. That's right. We praise you and thank you for our brother right now. There is a, um, uh, I, I feel like it's a powerful demon that's in my chest cavity. Okay. I don't know. I don't know its name. I, I know that it moves every so often, and I can feel I can you know feel it moving around. Okay, it. listen. From now on, you just agree in your mind. Quit talking to us about anything and let us just pray. Okay, just agree in your mind and breathe. Well, Father, uh, well, he's telling us. He's telling us, Father. You heard our brother. He's saying there's an unclean spirit in his chest cavity that moves, Father. Just by his operation, we're asking you to send in angels with hooks. Hook them and pull them up. Yes. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Make yourself small. Come out. Come out. Let's go. Come Lord out. Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus rebuke name. you. Loose them. Loose them. Loose them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come out of my Loose brother. Come on. I command every demon inside to attack each other and destroy each other right now. Spear each other in Jesus' name. Spear. Destroy. That's your new assignment, demon. Civil war against yourselves in Jesus' name. I agree. You unclean spirit in his chest cavity, manifest right now. What's your name, demon? We're commanding you to manifest in Jesus' name. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. We bind you in Jesus' name. Be weakened in Jesus' name. Come on up, demon. Loose angels of the Lord to go in and surround it. And I bind it to Jasmine right now with a threefold cord. I command these two unclean spirits to come up in Jesus' name. Yeah, bind them together, angel. Tighten Make them up a love fest. Perfect love. Cast out fear. Let's go. Love each other, demons. Love each other, demons. That's a command. Tighten those chains on them, angels. Father, send in... Angels with flamethrowers right now and burn out every root that this unclean spirit in his chest cavity has. Burn out the roots of this unclean spirit in Jesus' name. Hook them and pull. Hook them and pull. Let there be no rest for the wicked here. You come out of my brother, Craig. Jasmine Valentina, come out of him in Jesus' name. Manifesting, go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Manifest, Citri. Come on. Loose him. We rebuke you in Jesus' name. How you feeling right now, Greg? Um, I feel a little nauseous, but really not, not much is happening. I heard the word in my the times that I've had deliverance. Very rarely have they ever manifested and spoke through me. It's always they speak in my mind, and I relay that what's happening in my mind. I understand I, that, but brother, brother, yeah. 
you haven't gotten freedom yet and you're trying to think about your last deliverances and everything else, understand mm-hmm. something. This is the first time I'm ever talking to you. When's the last time you fasted? Uh, a couple of days ago, a 24-hour fast. Uh-huh. Okay. Why don't we start doing that on a regular diet? Okay. And we keep it back. And you can't, you can't expect to get free in one session with anybody. Okay. No. And, and yeah. I've played with people for many, many years, just like that brother Don. And, and sometimes I can play with a person for six months, and all of a sudden the demon starts screaming and cursing at me. I yeah. played with women in our fellowship for many months. They never had a demon talk out of them. And all of a sudden all hell breaks loose, you know? Yeah. Just because hey. they're talking to your mind. If they're talking to your mind, they'll talk to us. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Now, fear of manifesting, fear of having a, a demon speak out of them, you need to loose that out of yourself because pride stops demons from, pride will actually stop a demon from talking. You know, uh, spiritual pride. Honestly, listen, I honestly mm-hmm. don't feel like that's happening. I just, I can't mm-hmm. make something happen. Do you understand? I, you I can't can either. That. Yeah. So I, I just sitting here, you know. I, if you don't want, I, listen, if you don't want me to I understand convey, that, I but I convey, I'd like to speak. If I could just speak for a second, if you don't want me to convey the information that they're speaking into my mind, I won't do it. But I can't make myself manifest a demon. Okay, where are you from, Craig? Craig, where are you located? I'm from Texas, North Texas. Okay, Craig, I've been up since five thirty this morning. Yes, sir. It's midnight. Yeah. Have a little respect for the fact that, you know, we're not, we don't go around the clock, and that's what happens. I wasn't even supposed to be on the radio tonight. I went on to support my brother, Shannon. I passed her full time. You know, yeah. I'm tired. Hey, okay? I understand. And it, well, you, you should understand this because, you know, we're taking the time to try to help multitudes of people. And we pray lots. I pray with people every day. So, yeah. you know, I don't know you, you don't know me, but people that know me know I'm very sincere in this ministry. I practice I prayer and fast. And, and, you know, if you listen to Omega Radio, lots of people are manifesting. There's a lot of people that are manifesting that never manifested before. And when you're tired, like I am right now, I'd rather just bind it up. I'd rather, you know, Shannon prays with people sometimes till 3, 4 in the morning, and he's prayed with many people the same way. They come on, they say, well, we never manifest. After two or three hours of prayer, they manifest. Yeah. I just can't go marathons right now. I got you. And if a demon speak into your mind, they'll speak out, and I know that from experience. I understand. That's all I'm saying. Well, praise God. Disrespect to you, gentlemen. I really appreciate what you're doing, and I support your ministries. Um, and uh, I, especially considering the circumstances, especially you, Shannon, of having a, uh, a dear family member pass away, and and it being late on the East Coast. And I respect all of mm-hmm. that, and I apologize for any disrespect I conveyed to you, gentlemen. It's not disrespect, brother. It's just that you don't understand. The reason I'm carrying on the way I am, I'm tired. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to do you any good, myself any good, Shannon any good, or the Lord any good, because the Lord knows I'm tired. Amen. 
and 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 you know if it, and if God's not letting it manifest, then it's time to bind it up and do it another day. That's all. It's, okay. it's not costing money. It's just time. Deliverance is time. Mm-hmm. And and you know, deliverance is prayer and fasting. And even in Pastor Worley's books, he always advised people before they came for deliverance to fast one or two days. Okay? Today was not a fasting day for me. I ate. I had a nice meal with my wife tonight. I'm a little older than everybody. And, you know, I have to, I have to, I have, we have seven new people coming for deliverance at a a location tomorrow. I got to be there at two o'clock. That's where I'm coming from right now, and God knows my heart. We've got about two minutes for it's going to kick us off the stream. Uh, Greg, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to go. God bless you, Greg. God, God, bless, you, God bless you, Pastor. Thank you for your time. You're welcome, Thank you, brother. Bye-bye. God bless you, brother. Hey, Greg, I've got your, I got your phone number. I'm going to call you back, um, and we'll continue on. Um, I've got one minute, folks. So here's what I want to say is if you tried to get a hold of me tonight – could got not get through. I see Sister Roberta out there. I will call you back. And um, just keep on trying or email me at omegamanradio at yahoo.com. Uh, Greg, stand by, and I'll call you back, brother. <laughs> 